I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're ready. Okay. One, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) That is slightly off. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Are you recording on your Zoom? It's delayed. Are you recording on your Zoom? Where's Where's your mic? It's not in your hand. It's not near your mouth. Do I need to hold it like yeah, this? Yeah, because no, you got to record. It. it picks it up. Oh, oh, it's one of it's those? It's a table one. It's a table one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just, I can just yeah. leave it flat like so, and I'll boom. Bless, bless. All right. <sighs> We're on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We, we finally did it. caved in. It took we us about sh- an hour <laughs> of troubleshooting <laughs> just now to figure out a whole bunch of shit. But we are here. We are but in our works. rooms. We are social distancing. Um, we in. are no longer risking Alicia's life. Yeah, I can live. <laughs> finally, <laughs> um, I finally sleep at night. My conscience is clear. Your conscience is clear. Not left you don't house. sleep at night to start with. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, maybe that's the reason oh, why. Oh, I go to bed at oh, like two a.m. instead uh, of six. I we got you. Why. It was our fault. Wow, dear, right? Oh, bad. Um. But yeah, we're on Zoom. Um, you guys are seeing us with video. Yeah. Like, here we are. Y'all asked for the, the video. We here with the video. You feel me? Um, from my screen will not pop up ever. It's just gonna be you guys for some reason. I don't know why. No, Does my no, screen pop screen, up? You, your screen is on right now. Man. On your yeah, on you guys. Your, your, end, main, but my, your main screen. <laughs> on my end, you guys are the main screen. I don't think I don't think yours like pops up. Uh, yeah, unless I pin it or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah. We're on Zoom. We're doing the social distancing thing. We're uh, taking a cue from the rest of the podcasters we have uh, we watch and enjoy. They all seem to be in their respective areas. So we have to do some coordinating, but we here, man. We here. How was you guys' week? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> Damn, that much alcohol off rip? Straight out the gate? She's back. Back with a vengeance. Wow. I definitely drink a couple drinking. of bottles of red wine. Red, yeah. red wine. Yep. I, I had one drink of Crown Royal. That's because I just wanted to finish the bottle. It was like calling me. But yeah. Wait, the um, whole I, bottle? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm about to say you a soldier. One no, day? No, no, no. no. Whole- I just had like, you know, a little at the bottom left and it was just sitting there. So I was Deep. like, you know, I might as well mix it with this peach tea drink I have. And yeah. then, you know. I hear you. Do you um do you use Chase? Yeah, it was um this peach juice, like peach iced tea thing. It tastes really good. Peach Especially if you have tea. it with the peach crown royal. It's fire actually. Peach mm. crown royal and peached iced tea. Had that. Yeah, I've never yeah. even heard of peach crown royal. I've had the apple crown royal. Now that it's shit so good. Yeah. That shit no, 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 is no, no, no. fire. The it's apple, way too smooth. The apple is pretty trash. Nah, not for me. Nah. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. I don't know. I don't like the flavored alcohols like that, like the honey bourbon. Mm. There's yeah. too much honey. It tastes like the like a honey backwood. I don't. I don't form. think I like the maple crown royal. I think that one's trash. Yeah, too. like big the trash. apple is 
okay, but like if you guys try the peach one, I promise you it's so fire. It's just that LCBO just regular? Yeah. Yeah. There, drinking... there might be like certain LCBOs that might not. I think the one near you. This is a red one I've been drinking. Some hey. Santa Carolina. Santa Carolina. Santa Carolina. Cabernet Sauvignon. Me too. That's what, been... I'm, that's what I'm drinking right now. Hey. See? <laughs> that blackberry. We're here live at the Santa Carolina wine mixer. <laughs> it's the fucking Santa Carolina wine mixer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What about you, Norm? How's your week? Man, I just worked a 20-hour shift yesterday. From 10 to 6. I'm like, cool. I didn't realize it was 10 a.m. to 6 a.m. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I made baby yeah. food. That's very essential of you. Yes. Baby food? Basically, the, uh, <laughs> the person running this food company, this baby food company, uh, got stuck abroad and needed somebody to run her baby food company. She basically has these recipes. They serve 12 different uh, dishes in these small little cups, all pureed and in different textures. And I had to do like enough for 100 orders. So that's 12 days times 100. It was just crazy. Plus packaging, wow. 20 hours. My hands are aching, my back is aching. You just yeah, had to think that's of the, the only babies. thing I can really remember because that's the first time I've actually like worked in a long time. You know? I was gonna say like you haven't been put to work in like forty days, so it's been exactly. A so, so the fact that this was like an essential service and I was able to, you know, go to this. It was like this kitchen in this factory mm -hmm. down by like Kiel and four hundred one, but it was crazy because it was like this huge test kitchen, and it reminded me of how much I hate cooking. <laughs> <laughs> you hate what you love well you know what I'm, do you hate cooking it's a, it, like it's do you fun. hate cooking have you yeah. cooked so much now that you're like fuck this <laughs> i'll tell you what, it's the it's the cleaning part that i hate oh yeah especially yeah. with big production cooking oh yeah, yeah at the end of cooking everything it's not done you know what i mean yeah yeah when you think it's done from cooking it's like no there's still i i try to up. clean as i go there's along I like I mean, that's, that's the way it's supposed to go Yeah I like If I finish a pot Especially while it's hot Like it, It's so much easier to clean While it's still hot mm -hmm. As opposed to when it's not What's up man How you doing Wait. brother You don't want to warp <laughs> You don't want to warp your pan My nigga just showed up You know what I'm saying We about to smoke <laughs> oh, I see man. a lot of people Making a mistake By putting cold water On a hot pan right away And then it It makes the Pan concave, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a that's a real thing. That's the thing, man. That's the thing. Or when you put the cold water while it's on the stove, and that's how like it goes up. That's why so it like, warps like that. That's wow. why I got one of my uh, frying pans been Mine sitting too? sideways <laughs> for about <laughs> like a year now. I'm like, why the fuck? I don't and throw then the this around. Just fell off on mine too. I was like, oh, this one's a wrap. Yeah, like. yeah. I gotta get a new one. And you know what it is? No, you know it's you also just need to use vinegar. Just use vinegar because any acid will just like they call it deglaze. It just like releases all the sediments that are stuck to the to, to whatever surface. Vinegar or acid, lemon juice, whatever. I need to take on my notebook and start taking notes. Like, yo, I followed oh. some of uh, cooking channels on YouTube. Uh, just to like, because I want to do the one, I want to do the one, um, like recipe a week, learn a new recipe every week. Yeah. So I follow this, I don't know, this random African lady. 
<laughs> who makes her own green sauce. And I'm like, okay, cool. And she made, I can't remember what she made. Oh, uh, jerk shrimp penne that I was going to make. That's when I first okay. saw her. That's when I first saw her. And then, uh, oh, man, I made the most bomb fried rice I've ever made in my life this week. Did you oh, I saw the, the I saw the picture. Yo, and it's it's not I didn't even do anything crazy like it's literally I, the only difference that I made that I don't usually do when I make fried rice is I after I cooked it, I put it in the fridge to cool to cool down and dry while I started up like the veggies and shit like that and the egg mm-hmm. and all that. And then I added the rice afterwards when it was dry. And, yo, that makes the biggest difference in the world. It's insane. Marlon, it's insane. Let, me, let me tell you an Asian fried rice secret. Ooh. Ooh. Is that Ooh. Gravy exclusive, exclusive, exclusive? World premiere, 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 premiere. 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 Fucking intern. <laughs> There's that five percent. Let me just unmute my thing. Real There's quick. that five percent. Just got That's the five percent, right? The five percent. That's all you know. Five percent, and then I'm out. So listen. Like I said, five percent um, three times in one sentence. Right. Five percent. It's a five percent. You know, it's the five percent. It gives you five. Promoting the five percenters. <laughs> Don't kill me. So, are you, so what you was the, the tip? So the Chinese. Um, masters of the fried rice, they use day old rice, yeah, they use cold rice, yeah. Mm. You know, they, and the reason for that is that when it's dry, you can like separate the rice kernels from yep. each other, yep, and then you just add a little bit of water, and then it breaks up all the rice from the clumps, and boom, you have these perfect, these perfect fried rice granules that you could like drop and every rice drop to its own little section yeah yeah, so yeah. clumped up so fried rice yeah so that's why when we go to hong shing's the food be coming out so quick because it's already, it's already done. done it's from like days ago exactly they be taking <laughs> that leftover food. food and they be putting it in the pot again that's i know the, they do that's the that's the the, the routine that's the recipe apparently <laughs> why do we eat that though because it's shit fire <laughs> that shit fire cuz that shit fucking flames, cuz. It's like a it's like an aging process. Think of it for you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like wine. I used to work at a when I used to work at a restaurant, we cook rice just to put it on cooling racks so we could dry it out right away. Yeah. Have it ready for That's why rice. I threw it right into the fridge. Cause I was like, hmm. this, I don't I'm not gonna make it a day in advance. Uh, when I make food, I make it for you know? Right then. Right then. Mm-hmm. So like I made the I made the rice, put it in the fridge, and I was like, this better work. I left it there for like 20 minutes while I was doing the other shit. Yeah. And man, oh, even the leftovers slapped. And I don't even like leftovers. Like, I hate wow, leftovers. Wow, you're one of them. I'm one of them. I hate them. I'm, I still have PTSD from bringing leftovers to school. And niggas just ask me, Yo, what, is it? what is that? You, why does it smell like that? My whole class smelled like curry goat. Because <laughs> like, you're not supposed to bring certain things. Nah, to school, nah, I'm gonna okay? bring my fucking curry goat. Y'all not gonna stop me That's from like being my best fish Jamaican self. To the workplace. That's I f- learned my lesson. Nah, I'm bringing fish <laughs> to the workplace what did you with bring eggs. To the workplace. What, when I worked at a saltfish, no, no, no. It was I was doing meal preps, so one of the meals was some some kind of fish. I don't even remember what it was, but I brought it to work, 
And um, it was like a whole open concept workspace at an agency. And I went downstairs to the little basement to warm it up. And then the <laughs> smell just followed me throughout the place. And I just remember some people were making comments and I was like, you're fucking brown. Like you are used to having your house smell like fucking food. Like stop complaining. Dog. Yeah, it's not it that makes serious. makes no sense. When color people do it, it makes no sense because everybody grew up in a house that was like smelling. You know, but some people one dish it'll stink up the whole spot. Yeah, some people, you know, they don't like to think of of colored people as a group of of people (laughs) unless um, unless it's like you know music or something or something cool. Then we're all ooh, we're all the same. We're all the same when it's something cool. Yeah, yeah, you know. There's a little there's a little YouTuber. There's a little YouTuber. Uh Uh that you know feels is within her rights (laughs) that she is she can step in and out of other people's cultures very easily, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Superwoman. That's a good one. That was a good one, Norm. That was nice. That was very nice. Now, I feel like he's been waiting for that. <laughs> right? Like he's been waiting for this day. He's like, yo, if I ever make a diss track on Lily Singh, it's gonna start like this. <laughs> Norm was ready. <laughs> Ain't no diss tracks be made. I was just, it was just, it was there. It was sitting. It was waiting. I feel you. I feel you. Well, like I'll start with saying this. I'll I'll do the. I'll go the Joe Budden route. I'll start with love. All right, let's start with love. Now, you know, Lily, she's done very well for herself. Very Mm -hmm. well. She has a late night talk show. She has a best selling book. She has um, lipstick, I believe. Uh, She has produced a lot of videos that have garnered a lot of views on YouTube, Mm -hmm. and she is one of the. Faces of YouTube, one might say. Um, They have inserted her into every part of anything woke uh, (laughs) on YouTube. And she's kind of like, there was a moment where she found that route was like beneficial to her career and just stayed on that. You know what I mean? That social injustice and that whole thing. Because, like, I've watched her work for quite a long time. She wasn't always this super woke soldier that she's um, she's putting on to be right now. And I like how you did that, super woke. Like that? And yeah. um, <laughs> she... <laughs> she I've, never, I've never heard of that term. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, I don't know. It's, I feel like that's almost been a detriment to her brand in a sense because in a way she's kind of stuck there do you know what i mean do you know when the people are the woke person like mm-hmm. d-ray can't rap <laughs> you see what i'm saying yeah. you can't go put up a rap video in the vest he, you're the social conscious rapper no no nah, not even <laughs> not even and even so mm-hmm. if he's gonna be a conscious rapper you know mm-hmm. it's gotta it's still gotta have conscious vibes to it feel me now mm-hmm. The reason we bring up Lily Singh is she made a video uh, on Twitter, I believe it was, where she um, thought it would be smart (laughs) 
to remake Badman Forward, Badman Pull Up. Now, for our Jamaicans, that is a classic, a classic, classic Pretty song. Much. We do not need the screen share on this one. I'm just going to play the song. We do not, I repeat, we do not need the screen share in turn. I want to see her. I we see just her, want to play that. You can do it on your own time. We just <laughs> want to. Oh, he's still screener. Okay, it. thank you. There you go. And now I will play the song, if that's what you want to call it. Louder. I'm going to stop there because, frankly, I don't want my ears to bleed. Um, <laughs> now, in this video, she made no reference to Ding Dong. There was no shout out Jamaica. None of that. It was just her, a microphone, a horrible, horrible Patois accent. And it's the lyrics that really piss me off. Even though, <laughs> like, even even beyond the fact of the cultural appropriation, like the fact that this is just really bad did not help. Like, I feel we talk about this all the time. Your talent has to has to supersede anything that you fuck up with, right? If you're gonna put out, if you're gonna culturally appropriate, the song gotta be so fire. That people that just nobody say, people just give you a blind Drake. Yeah. They gotta be like, you know what, Snow, you're good. <laughs> and people bring you're up good. people bring up like Drake in situations like these, right? Where it's mm -hmm. like, I saw some people saying, "Yo, she's from Toronto. That's just the culture there." And Drake does it. He's not Jamaican, and you guys say that's just the culture there. Well, first of all, starting with the obvious, Drake is black. Let's start there. Yeah. Drake is black. Second of all, Drake, since Find Your Love, I believe, has put on Jamaican artists, has put them in his music videos, has signed Jamaican artists, has gone to mm -hmm. Jamaica and done music videos in the he country. Paid, he has paid homage. He has paid, paid his dues. Paid his dues more times over, right? And when you have someone that has been doing these videos for over a decade now, anytime she wants to rap, it turns into this black costume she puts on. I've mm -hmm. never seen her hang out with more than five black people. And not even at a time. I mean, like, she doesn't... It's, <laughs> it's like she spaces out her niggers. It's like, it's, she doesn't... She's not... Uh, she's not engulfed in this culture and she constantly brings up this Scarborough thing as if Scarborough is the ratchet capital of Canada like the, the, whenever she yeah. has to do a interview I remember yeah. she did this uh, slang interview and she, I think the word ute came up or ting or something like that and she brought up Scarborough and I'm like why 
What's the point? Do you think they only talk like this in Scarborough? Mind you, you're from Markham. Uh-oh. Where's this Scarborough business coming from? You can't claim the city you're adjacent to because you could take one bus there. That doesn't make any it's a, sense. It's a Scarcom thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when you're on the borderline. Like, y'all know a Scarborough, Markham-ish, Scarcom thing? Like, <laughs> Scarborough is not a character trait. <laughs> it's not a character trait. And to on, some it is. From to some from it is. I get, I get why you would say that, but that's someone from Scarborough. You see the difference? It's not someone mm-hmm. admiring Scarborough's ratchetness from afar. Um, she, she doesn't have any black people around her to tell her this is a bad idea. You think I, if she had Jamaican friends, she would have done this? Probably not. I was just gonna say that. I mean, she it depends on what type Jamaican of Jamaican friends that are. Yeah. That are like big interrupt and say, yo, go ahead, do this. I like it. Gas interrupt. Well, where are they? She no, shows has she, be- she does a daily vlog. Not a not a, not a once in a while vlog. A daily, daily. vlog. There are no blacks. Except for yeah. probably one on staff. Yet. I'm sure she has enough yes men and yes women online gassing her up thinking. No, but like you guys got to take in how these people are. A lot of people have yes men, no matter what their race is. Like she could definitely have a black person, but if it's not a black person that is very passionate about cultural appropriation, they're not going to say anything. Let's take it even a step further. Her team is American. They don't Mm -hmm. even know what the fuck she's talking about. They just got to take it as she knows what she's doing. She's gotten this far. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what what are they gonna say to her when she says, "Yo, I want to remix this song, Bad Gal Forward, Bad Gal Pull Up." What what which one of her American teams are gonna be like? Ah, I don't know about that. Yeah, they don't even understand why we in Toronto <laughs> speak the way we speak. So it's like mm-hmm. for her to do this, and it, this is not the first or second or third time she's been called out on something like this. Like, yeah. This is an ongoing narrative. So now it's it seems like you don't care what people think. And she's just like it. blind to it. She just she probably doesn't read any of the comments. I'm pretty sure she probably mutes all negativity. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she mutes all negativity and now you're left with a scope, which is why I always it's always interesting to me. I always say like you should follow people that do not align with all of your opinions. Because if so you, that you can see stuff from like the whole picture. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And she just constantly—it's like she's in her own bubble of positivity. And all of her YouTube friends are gonna be like, "Oh my god, this is so cool! Like I can move to it." And blah blah. They don't know the cultural significance of any of this, so they're mm-hmm. all gonna pat her on the back for it. It makes no sense. You don't just because you know <laughs> Marshall Montano does not mean you can make dancehall songs. Like this is. Bro, <laughs> let me tell you something. But then, so can Ashanti? Me, can Ashanti? Yeah. Ashanti has gone to the island and done things with artists, has mm-hmm. put on for the country outside of that. Like, I, for, if she did a Soka song, I'm she has- I, would, I wouldn't feel as bad about this as I do the Jamaican song. Because yeah. she does go to Trinidad. She has bigged up Trinidad plenty of times. She's paid homage to Marshall and other Soka artists. So it's like it's not like she hasn't done some work in Trinidad. <coughs> I would get that more I, I than that. A lot of people 
you know, Marshall brings on a lot of people for the first time and like puts them on Sasoka. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like some people were exposed to it, but they don't, they go full blown. Like when he invites them out to carnival to do his Marshall Monday show. Um, but like, even with the whole Ashanti thing, I don't know exactly how big of a, uh, Soka head she was beforehand, but now she's yeah. a big Soka head. So yeah, she like, is. Some people can argue that like, oh, you know, she's culturally appropriating, but but what did what did what did Ashanti her, do? She has to culturally appropriate. Like that's the difference. She hasn't profited right. off of Trinidad in a way that nobody else from Trinidad was profiting at the same time. Well, mm -hmm. here's the thing. Like, I. Let's say like someone like Masha Montana, once again, who's good friends with Lily Singh. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Who encourages encourages her to do soca tracks and yeah. play around and whatnot. Yeah. But there's a chutney soca thing that goes with like Indians and brown people within soca culture. So like it kind of just flows. I guess yeah. it doesn't seem like it's out of pocket. You know what I mean? And if that's the other thing that. as well. Like a lot of Indo-Caribbean people are in trinidad so it makes more sense you know what i mean like if she had ding dong in this video with her i would still be mad like let's just get that straight if ding dong was in the video dancing along with her i'd still be pissed i'm sorry really? i i would because i wouldn't feel it's not genuine you you mm -hmm. brought him in to do this and to make it look like it's genuine when it's not i would read mm -hmm. through that you don't chill in anything jamaican nothing jamaican other than when you want to seem different from americans the only time she ever brings out toronto and american slang because i've watched her vlogs like i was at one point somewhat inspired by her work ethic not necessarily i don't find her uh particularly funny or anything like that but her yeah, work but ethic is very she's making admirable it happen, though. you know yeah she's doing big things and she's from my city so it's like i'm gonna pay attention to what's going on mm -hmm. and there were the only time she pulls out some Toronto slang is when she wants to differentiate herself from Americans. It's never something that's just naturally her. Yeah. And that's what I find with almost all of her work. Just a lot of disingenuous, disingenuous things like that you're just putting on for show. It doesn't seem like you really care about half the things that you claim to fight for. She never once brought up anything about gay rights at, or anything like that until she came out and said she's bisexual. Then all of a sudden, everything is gay rights this, gay rights that. It was almost like she rode a social justice wave about being a brown girl to a certain point where it's like, all right, this is getting tired. Let me join another fucking wave. I'm bisexual now. Here's another wave. And now she can ride the rainbow for until she gets to this point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and what's the next thing going to be? What she got to do, bro? What she got to do? What is the next thing? What she got to do? What do you mean? What she got to do to be in your good books? What does she have to do to be in my good books? Be not real. <laughs> nah, it's not even not exist. It's, it's just like be real. Exist. Bro, it's just be real. The actual person co-signer. And you're still like, nah. Bro, if things, were, if, if things didn't, there's no coincidence that things continue to seem disingenuous with mm -hmm. her. There's a pattern there, which is the only reason I'm pointing it out. I'm not getting at her for being bisexual. She could be bisexual for, since she was 12. I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't care about that. The fact that you're using it as a crutch to success is my problem. Because now you're you growing her popularity. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, is it though? what do you mean? Mm -hmm. what, about, what about the fact that like being, you know, a person of basic descent, like coming out being bisexual is very fr frowned upon in culture, in her specific culture. That's why it's yeah. a crutch. 
We are oh. in a time of inclusion, sir. Like where you, okay. di- everything is about being a different and being accepted. When, when that is the case, everything that she has, all of her accolades to this point have been built on the fact that she's different. Mm-hmm. And the difference started with being a brown girl. All right, being a brown girl, cool. That rode its way. But guess what? Now we have plenty brown artists and, and um, celebrities that are making their rounds up. You can no longer point this out as something that's not seen in the industry, right? It may not be seen as a, uh, as a multitude, just like how like um, Asian artists are and Asian actors and whatever are all making their rise up. It's not the numbers that we would like to see, but it's starting to happen. So you can't really complain about that anymore. So now you move on to the next thing. And the next thing is being, like you said, how different is a brown girl that's coming out as bisexual? Why why do you think it's got to be so calculated? But uh, let's say it is calculated. Because she made money off of it. But if you can, why wouldn't she? Because it's disingenuous and it's not (laughs) right. Why Why would you pick people's struggles to make money? Yeah, that's not. Well, something. I mean, if you found out, if it was genuine. I think you're, I you're think saying it's, just, it's not because you interpret it as it's not being genuine. But what if millions of people interpret it as not being genuine? There's no, uh, there's no work put in outside of the work that makes her money. That's my, that's my biggest issue. That it's just it's it's all becomes monetary. If everything becomes monetary that you're fighting for, are you really fighting for it? Yeah. I think that it's such like a sticky situation because obviously you don't know her personal story. Mm-hmm. Like this might've been something that she's had a hard time with for their whole life. Right. Yeah. And because like everything just seems like it's money focused nowadays, like it's just so hard to come up, come out and be like, this is how I actually feel. And I, actually supportive of x y and z or whatever the case may be it's just so hard because you don't there's some people that just don't know maybe she doesn't even realize that she's doing anything wrong with this like whole i don't think she She, does she she might not even realize anything right which sucks because you always have to like be cognizant of what you say that it could come off fake and it could offend somebody else but it's hard to believe that she doesn't know what's going on when she has been called out for this multiple times mm-hmm. at this point it's like a trend you know what i mean so it's like yeah. do you do you just not care or are you living in a bubble you know what i mean mm-hmm. and on top of everything else to make matters even worse bro brown people don't even fuck with us let's just keep let's <laughs> keep it a fucking fuck brown people don't even fuck with us bro i have a whole stand-up joke about this i had brown friends growing up never seen their house once Never, not even invited. Can't even go on the driveway to play ball. I got to leave their house before their parents come home. And I'm outside yeah. of their house. Like, what is that shit? Friggin' mm-hmm. that you don't fuck with us unless you can make money off of us. And yet I should be, what? Celebrating Lily Singh making a fucking dance hall song? For what? Yeah. I don't need yeah. you to embrace my culture. You guys don't even fuck with us. It's crazy how many people don't embrace black people at all. Because I came across this video... Um, a Spanish guy posted it. It was in LA and these black guys, well, the one person that was in the camera, he was a black guy and he threw an egg at um, this like Mexican guy that was working on the corner selling masks. And so they were trying to find the people that did this to the guy. Right. 
And I looked in the comments and it's all these Spanish people talking about like black people being horrible, like fuck these niggas and like all this shit. And I'm just like, y'all are the closest ones to us. You guys are the same ones that be calling like saying the word nigga and taking over like the black culture. So I'm just like, you guys. Listen, we're always going to be the butt of the joke when other cultures think that that brings them closer to whiteness. So it's like by dissing blacks, they think that that makes them better and closer to what whiteness is. And that's not the case. You know what I mean? Like just because you're bringing down another minority is not going to put your class above the, they still view you how they view you. Because the white people are going to only like you for like this second. This is my second. And then like they're going to keep it walking. Keep it fucking moving. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, okay. Thanks Especially when they notice you're appeasing. Down, when you're okay, appeasing you're still to Mexican. them, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you're appeasing to them, like it doesn't matter. Like, you, yeah. they're gonna use you for the appeasement, not for anything else. They're gonna bring you around when it's time to make fun of the blacks. They're not gonna bring you around when it's time to make money. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a very stark difference. And the only people in Asia that really fuck with black people are Filipinos. I don't know. <laughs> name one other race. Name one other country <laughs> in Asia that fuck with black people other than Filipinos. Yeah. Uh, Chi- uh, Chinese, Chinese Jamaicans. Chi- you're dumb. Yeah, no. Chinese. Chinese <laughs> the Chinese fucking diss the fuck out of us. Watch us in their stores like hawks. Say all kinds of racist shit. Freaking, they got that stuff going on right now. Kicking out Africans. Kicking out Africans. Like people from McDonald's and shit. Putting up signs like no Africans allowed in. Exactly. But the yeah, the thing about that too is that they're the ones that are claiming to to help build Africa's infrastructure. Oh yeah, they sent they sent you know Asian I mean? doctors over to Africa, like as if like they needed them. Like what? <laughs> it's so confusing, bro. So like all this stuff. Like, like I always like, say, Chinese people are just like the white people of the East. Yeah, easily. You know what I mean, like in mentality of elite of uh, superiority and all that stuff for sure. Yeah, hell yeah, definitely. 100%. And like so, so this just rubbed me the wrong way, man. Like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing what I was seeing. To be completely honest, when I saw it the first time, I, I, I didn't even click the. You know how you're like you're scrolling on Twitter and you could see the video. Yeah. So I saw just like Bodman, Bodman, <laughs> and I saw pull up, and I said, "Are you fucking no. crazy?" <laughs> Are you dumb, bro? <laughs> Like, oh my, I was so uh, angered, bro. I was so angered. You're and just like, nah, 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 block, block, block. Everybody want to be Jamaican, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Everybody want to be Jamaican, man. It's crazy, man. Place with 3 million I mean, people, small ass island, such impact. The power. I'll tell you what. The when, influence. When you, you Is it that? one of the biggest islands in the Caribbean, no? Pardon me? Is it one of the biggest islands in the Caribbean? Um, even that's not saying much ones. though. <laughs> it's like 3 million people and no, 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 I know it's not huge, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I still, yeah. But I'm just saying in, re- in reference to the world, the impact mm-hmm. that Jamaica has had on the world for such a small country, it's very uncanny and it needs to be discussed more often because like, Yo, you know what I realized, bro, while, while having a conversation with my Jamaican homie mm. about the whole soon come and just now difference, like which is faster. Yeah. We, we came to the conclusion that Jamaicans are both the slowest 
and fastest people in the world. Literally, like literally the fastest people in the world, but yep. slow in time terms of like time. Because we're laid back. Like, but when we get there, we're efficient. <laughs> we're efficient. Like, yeah, Once we, we actually the get there, we show up and we show out. Exactly. Well, you just got to get us we there. We just got to get there. <laughs> just get us there. That's it. That's all we ask. Yeah. We do the rest. Soon come just now. <laughs> Quick time. Just, Quick just time. now, just now, just now. I remember I said just now on the radio and my boss was like, <laughs> just what, now. what does that mean? And I was like, well, it means like it's coming. Soon like. come. It means and soon come. Like, well, I just don't think the general public knows what that means. And I was like, if you live in Toronto, you should know what just come or just yeah. now or soon come means. In my opinion. <laughs> her tweet her tweet said a classic dance hall tune. That's how it started. She knew. Who? She knew that she knew it was impact. a classic dance hall song. And yet <laughs> she, she still went there. She still went there. Like, forget about the fact of cultural appropriation. Let's put all of that aside. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of the song? Should we do a lyric breakdown? Should we go lyric for lyric? Can you play the video with the lyrics? Oh my god. Uh, all right. We can't do that because of Zoom. You can't do that right well, now. Well, he can I can, he share can play screen. it, but it won't be I can share screen and play, play the, it. You play the song. I just want to see the video that he was playing. Oh, hold on one second. All right. Let me share screen. Is it sharing the screen? Mm. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for Make it. Make sure you share your audio as well. Is it, is it working? Audio. Is it working? There it is, yeah. Share computer yeah. sound. Ooh. Yes, yes, exactly. Oh. Yes. Intern drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's so passionate about the like smallest things. It's really cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me stop sharing. Hold sure. on. Let me do this. Sure right sure it works. That's all. <laughs> all right. Share screen. Share computer yes, sound. Jeez. Jeez. There it is. It. Nice. All right. Can you guys see it? Um, It's loading. It's just loading, yeah. To share your computer audio, please install Zoom audio device. Nigga, suck on mother. There we go. Move it over. Make it bigger because it's hiding behind. Like, do you guys see what I'm talking about, though? Like, it's such a, like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like every line, she's trying to reach a demographic. Yeah, she's pretty much just saying any type of woman that you are, like, you're a bad gal, pull up. Like, no matter what, are you looking for a husband? Okay, you're cool. If you're a stay-at-home mom, okay, cool. If you got stretch marks, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Norm is just like, dog. <laughs> Fab, defend it. Defend it. Defend wow. it. I'm not defending anything. <laughs> I'm not defending anything. The bisexual stuff. Do you know oh. what it was? But it's just like not it's just not needed. Not it was not wanted, it's not needed, and that's that. Like, oh like we goodness. all would have survived. 
I would have lived such a happier life. Such a happier life without that video existing. <laughs> it's insane how much the happier. The timeline would have had a whole 24-hour break. Like, Yo, no. we would have cared that aliens are now existing. Like, proven. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, according to Tyrese, that's a good thing that we're here. It's a good thing that we're not getting distracted. I've seen him comment under one of the posts saying, like, they're just trying to distract us with this UFO stuff. And they're going to, like, share some. They're going to try to hide whatever they're doing in the government. And I was like, oh, my But gosh. where where did the government <laughs> say that aliens existed? I, never, I still haven't seen where the government oh, said the actual. It. So, um, was it NASA or... Somebody official. I seen it yesterday. I seen a dude with a verified check that said something about the fact that no one's talking about the fact that there are UFOs. Yeah, so it was like NASA or something like that. They they dropped images from 2004 and 2015 or something like that. Um, and there were old images that they held. Mm. And they were like, well, I wish I could. I wish I could find the tweet. If I find it, I'll let you know. But... I seen it yesterday and I was just like, oh, okay, UFOs exist. I believe, it's like, I believe. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I wasn't I, oh. like, I was surprised by my reaction to reading the tweet. Cause I was just like, yeah, no, nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it seems so obvious that it's not like, and I don't think like, are you guys of the belief that if aliens were to come to earth, <clears throat> like they would fuck with us as in like, they would try to, erase us or do you think, think that they're already here man or do you think that they would they're just like travelers like this is just another vacation spot like hey let's go to travelers. earth yeah straight up right like but, but then can we go to their got. planets because ours is fucked oh up. so like, you're saying I'm they're doing go. planet appropriation <laughs> they're doing planet we can't go to their planet but they can come to ours fuck that shit nigga <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Um, okay, so they're saying that I the Pentagon the released it. Then... I don't know what y'all was both saying. <laughs> you were talking at the same Sorry. time. What'd you say? Okay, so it said that Pentagon declassifies three previously leaked top secret U.S. Navy videos of unexplained aerial phenomena and that some believe could show UFOs. Could so show. from the U.S. Navy. They don't know what it actually is, but there's something floating in that sky. It might have been Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa up in them skies fucking around. Yeah, there's just there's, there's just something in the sky. Something is in, something in the, the sky. Skies. Or in the galaxy, whatever it's mm. considered. It's master in the sky. Um, I, think, I think for sure there's... I think weed is an alien plant. Okay. <laughs> Put the blunt down. <laughs> Put the blunt Already? Down. It's too early. <laughs> it's too early for him to be going on these. It's too early. We just started. I think weed is an oh, alien man. plant. Look it up. Look, look it up. up. Look it up. <laughs> Nigga, you say look it up. <laughs> oh, there's an alien that wrote on it, Marlon. <laughs> Check out his blog press. <laughs> Don't kill me. No, but that ass, if like if we were like we're aliens to somebody else, right? And if yeah. we had the ability to go to another planet, I'm not going there to fuck niggas up. <laughs> like what? 
I'm going to yeah, find some alien pom pom, dog. Are you oh, stupid? Wow. <laughs> Yo, is it cheating if you're in a different galaxy? Nigga, it's cheating is cheating. Okay, stop this. But <laughs> well, baby, I wasn't even of this world. <laughs> You can't even get there. <laughs> yes, I can if I believe. <laughs> no, that's what you're going to tell your girl. <laughs> what? If, what about when virtual reality comes out and I start it like your man just starts fucking a virtual reality thing? What are you gonna do? Is that cheating? I'm sick. Is that yeah, cheating? But what, isn't that what porn's gonna evolve into? Virtual reality eventually. We're gonna get I don't to that know point. What's gonna happen to the world? Porn all like, up in your like, living room. Like I feel like we're all gonna get um, the opportunity to like have like the Google Glass, for example, and some t- sort of technology where the girl we can look on the bed and the girl's just on our bed, mm-hmm. and we're just like, yeah, it's time to take out this VR. We could, that. we could already do that with our mind. You know, we'll imagine that shit. But now you just have this new apparatus that you put over your face that just makes it even more real. More realistic. So I would so never want something to, to bring my imagination to life. Somebody thinking. <laughs> I don't want anything that brings my imagination to life. Why not? But think about it. That's what I it should really be wild. is. This <laughs> is bringing your imagination to life. So I would have to take off the glasses. Thing. <laughs> I would have to take off the glasses oh, when my imagination is running. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You, you, you know, scare yourself. Your reality scares yourself. Yes. You know we have not. You know we have not done the intro yet. Oh, baby, baby, and we're back. Forty-five <laughs> minutes in. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, you are a scary, Let's nigga, bro. <laughs> Yo, this nigga scared the fuck out of me. Why are you all up in the screen like, let's go. This guy. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. That is terrifying. Oh, my God. Your mic be so loud and it like. It's just him. It's not his mic. Echoes like. This is my normal speaking voice. This is my yes, normal speaking voice. We know voice, you right? sound like God. Mute your shit, nigga. The voice of God. <laughs> the voice of God. Brought you by the intern. In. Can you please God be seated? Can you hear my voice? <laughs> the show will be starting in five, four, four three, three, two, <laughs> one. You are listening to the Extra Gravy Show. No, no, cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Prestige worldwide. Worldwide. We gotta make a. We gotta make a YouTube video. The intern with the golden voice. See if he goes viral <laughs> like that. That the homeless man with the golden voice. What happened to that guy? I don't know. Society oh, be making people homeless? famous for like two seconds and then just saying. You got some good teeth. That's gotcha. For sure. Oh yeah, his new teeth. Fire. He got new teeth. He got new everything. That boy got a shower. Got a new haircut. Hey. That's he what's was up. on his way back to life. Speaking about teeth, um, I'm so disturbed by that video of Rick Ross. Did you see it? He am like, oh my god, what he was doing fucking terrifying. Is, is I don't understand why rich people don't fix their teeth. Like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> why are you growling, going. sir? Someone get him some lemon pepper wings immediately. <laughs> this is nuts. Rose looking like scary i don't know what was going on with his face in that in that video i i actually made a meme out of it <laughs> i screenshotted the fuck out of that i was so irritated yeah, by picture. that 
He's got, was it the bottom grill or the top grill? It was the whole teat. <laughs> <laughs> it was the whole grill. Like, you could see the both, and you could see the gums, and you could just see everything. Yeah, it was bad. See. It was bad. Here you go. I don't yep. know if you can see on this. Yeah, show it. Ugh. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Donkey teeth. That overbite? I mean, did you have you ever seen Tom Cruise's teeth? No. He's he has got bad three teeth? front he's got three front teeth. So the way Oh wait, yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that. He's got one in the middle. Yeah. Third tooth. So it makes his face perfectly symmetrical, like straight down with that one tooth in the That's back. That's crazy. Does it like grow in the back of the gap? No. Or is it just there? Have, in the back the of the gap. We have two teeth. Imagine <laughs> it spread apart and one shoved in the middle. So we got three teeth. Why do not? Why do rich people don't fix their teeth? Like I don't get it. You have so much money. It don't cost that much to. Well, get it's kind of scary. It don't cost that much. Have you to seen get... their the shit that they do when they gotta put the new teeth in? They they shave your teeth down to like oh, some like, some pegs. No, but you don't even have to <laughs> like get Harvey teeth. You don't have to get those like brick teeth that people be getting. You can get braces like oh yeah yeah. yeah. But who wants to do keep, that? You can keep your natural. You can get Invisalign and people won't even really. I know, would do like, Invisalign. Yeah, yeah, I would do Invisalign. Yeah, I do Invisalign. But I some people's teeth are just like, super fucked though. Some people's yeah, teeth are bad. You just need to tell them to like pull them all out and get like the false ones that their grandparents have. Like I never wore my retainer <laughs> after. Like, how do they expect you to wear something for two years after you wore something for two years? Like, I didn't fuck wear out of here. my retainer, and I am so grateful my teeth are still straight. <laughs> Yo, Look lucky at you. Look at my teeth are still very straight, but I just had this gap now. Like, I never yeah. used to have this gap in my teeth, and it just no, formulated after a while. Shook. I used to gap from just. I used to take toothpicks and just shove them up my gap when I was a kid. Pause. Um, I formed a gap, man, out of nowhere. I just know. out of nowhere. He Not said after nowhere, forcing just... chopsticks into his teeth. Oh my god! <laughs> this nigga said out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. This gap, gap appeared. Formed. This that's how much you love Jamie Fox. It's, it's okay. I get it. I see the vision. <laughs> I see the vision. <laughs> I don't mind gaps though. Girls don't it's, mind gaps. It's interesting. I don't. I don't mind the gaps. It's just like when your teeth are just so jacked up. Like one's coming over here and sticking out there, and like the huge. I had a big overbite, like or the underbites. Like nah, fix yeah, that. Yeah, I had an overbite. Fix that. I had an overbite. I had those Dracula, those Count Dracula's right right here. <laughs> them them Cujo's. Mine are kind of. Mine are still sharp. They still pointy. They still get the job done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't like, make me don't try him now. Don't make me Tory Lanez on that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, freaking, but this gap, like, I want to get rid of it, but then girls say it's cute, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I feel like I should get the Invisalign though, just to see what my teeth used to look like. And if they space out again, they space out again. That's life. It might when not, because you're older now. True, true. I, I got four when teeth taken out, uh, before I got my braces done. And so, like, oh, I, I I have space. The only thing that's annoying about braces, I don't know if it's also you guys, but I have this permanent retainer in the bottom of my teeth. I had that on the bottom. Yeah, I only on the bottom. It doesn't bother me now. It doesn't bother me now. It does once in a while. I'm talking, like, once a year. I'll just be like, oh. yo, fuck this shit, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually think about it unless I'm talking about teeth and stuff like yo, that. That's did, when I'll be like, oh, yeah, I have a retainer. Like, yeah. It deters me from flossing. 
<laughs> it's hard to floss. It's so Your hard. Your bottom teeth, it is hard as Bro. hell to floss. It's a whole work. Oh, man. I'd be like, yo, fuck it. If it stinks, it stinks. <laughs> like, I'd be getting so mad, yo. That shit pisses me off. You, you need to have a bottom pick and then a top pick. Mm. No, so you have to have like this. It's like a little loop, a plastic loop. Yep, that's what I have. And then you have to stick the regular floss, like the string floss, through it. And so you stick, like the loop has a, a pointy, pointy end. end yeah. So you stick the pointy end through it. You pull it all the way through. You floss. Then you have to try to get it back out. But it's kind of hard, especially if your bottom teeth are um, like really tight together. My bottom yeah. teeth are really tight together. So my it's shit pretty me's. hard to like try to get all of that through your teeth. Yeah, my teeth side mm. me's on mm. the bottom. For sure. And then you have to do it through the bottom and then you have to go to the top, like above the bar and below the bar. It is fucking it, horrible. It's a process it's to floss horrible. your teeth. Gonna, you should try to get like a water floss. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just oil pull. Mm. <laughs> Call it I a heard day. that's not fun. Coconut oil. It's not fun. You got something in your mouth <laughs> for twenty garbage. minutes no, and it's not a woman. I think it was like <laughs> I think it was last week. <laughs> Why is the intern's face so close to the camera now? You are a sicko, man. Put the honey away, bro. Hold on, stand up. Let me make sure you're wearing pants, nigga. Wow. Stand up, he nigga. This right guy here. has the honey on deck and it ain't Kirkland. That's that good stuff. The, the honey the Kirkland's done, so this guy got the Billy B out here? You got the Chinese coat. What? You got the Chinese yes. version? You the Jolly you B, be Billy B? You can't be choosy. Oh my god. In these days. So I got what I got. Wow. Oh my god. This guy got the no. Jolly B's cousin. Oh shit. <laughs> That's crazy. So yeah, last week charger. Last week I went to brush my teeth. And I was like, why does my toothpaste taste so different? I was like, did I accidentally put soap on it instead honey. of like toothpaste? <laughs> and not put honey on it. <laughs> that would taste good. And then I realized that I had like all of like different oils near my toothbrush. And I guess it spilt on it. Oh, shit. So I was brushing my teeth with like uh, argan oil, olive oil or coconut oil, whatever <laughs> it was. It wasn't coconut oil, but I think it was like olive oil or argan oil with toothpaste on top of that wow. and i was like this must be how oil pulling tastes like, uh, never doing that shit again <laughs> yeah no it's not fun it's not fun at all it's not, i don't i don't enjoy it I, i've done it i did it twice and i was like i can't do this again yeah. <laughs> this is just too much this you should much. definitely try to get a water pick like a water floss pick and it's just like literally water that gets sprayed a it's word yeah and it that's you, how you can floss your teeth and then you don't have to actually use the floss and stuff i like would that. fuck with that because yeah. then it's like a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, those things are fire, actually. You can, if, have, uh, you can have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, I have okay. a family member who has that, and they're fire. What yeah. happened? I had a family member who has, like, the water pick, and it's, yeah, it's fire. It's yeah. good. You, you should grab it, yeah. You'd you would probably dig you it the most. You use your family's water pick? No, I just know how <laughs> Okay, okay, that's, just making sure. That's not, that's not hygienic. They just making sure. Rave. I don't know. I just, they, just, they say it's great. Just so. making yeah. sure, just making sure. Um, yes. I know some people who would share a toothbrush with their significant other. Oh, That's fucking terrifying. I would never. Ugh. Ugh. I'd yeah. be so pissed off if I found out my significant other used my toothbrush. Extremely terrifying. Yeah, I know. I'd fight. I'd break up with them, to be completely honest. Like, let's just keep it a buck. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like- <laughs> What is else have using- you been using that I own? <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, I've been no, using no. people's. No, I've been no, using no, people's no, no, products. No. What the toothbrush? I'm not. I- I'm coming down the stairs hearing this conversation still <laughs> on my earbuds. 
hell to the fuck okay, no, no. <laughs> ever put there's so many people who do that in your mouth Jesus. especially white people how many okay let's be Those honest y'all be honest in the mouth okay? y'all be honest right now how many toothbrushes that weren't yours in the washroom have you dropped none none never in your All life right. have you dropped someone else's toothbrush not that i can recall like maybe when i was like four or something like i don't know back then but in my very conscious i life. have definitely knocked over a cup or two. Oh wow <laughs> yeah same here <laughs> and wash them bitches off and i'm just hoping that they didn't brush their teeth soon because they'd be like why is my toothbrush wet right <laughs> and think that i used oh, it because i'm like what do i do no. do i leave it dry and dirty <laughs> Or do I wash it and make it seem like I'm using every man's toothbrush? This is nuts. It was such so a now, what, what do you do if somebody accidentally uses your toothbrush? And then that's happened you before. Realize, do you throw away the toothbrush or do you clean it and continue using it? I throw it away. Done. I go to shop, shoppers said, immediately because I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> Even if it's clean, yeah. I can't get it out of my head. It's like when you nut in your girl's mouth and she wants to kiss you and she already brushed her teeth, but you're like, ah, but it's still like. There's still remnants. <laughs> it's, it's particles of semen. Wow, <laughs> wow what? Wow. Wow, what? You well, want, first of all, I you was would, reading a text message and I tapped in at the wrong time. <laughs> It was the right time. Maybe it was the right oh time. My, wait, what? Maybe it was the right explain, time. Explain. Explain. Why wow. is it ew? Why is it a wow? That you that you're dissing your girl after you nutted in her. Who's dissing my girl? Wait, you're what? To, um, I don't know what the whole conversation was. No, I, I said if I nut came back and I said if <laughs> I said if if I nut in my girl's mouth, even if she brushes yeah. her teeth right afterwards, I'm not tongue kissing. <laughs> Got you. I might. But still, don't you think that makes her feel a certain way? I don't give a like, fuck. Bro, this is your this I don't is your give a fuck. Like, I don't give a f f fuck. I don't care. If you feel a way because I don't want to kiss my semen, find someone who will. If that's a deal breaker, God bless. Cause I'm not this is not something I'm I'm gonna do. I'm busting in your mouth for a reason. If I wanted to taste my <laughs> semen, I'd nut yeah. in my own mouth. It's right there. <laughs> Listen, I've done it before. I've kissed her after she's done it. I've done it in her mouth, but I did it out of like a sign of, hey, listen, I would even go this far. Yeah, no, you. that's when you I got care. that. That's but what all that thing just is for. I don't always do this. <laughs> I you just know I, this. Just this ain't you, something that I like. But you, you know, this is, you, you're that you're that person. Yeah, you know no. What I mean? For me, that that confirmation is that confirmation is after I get head. I'm, I will kiss you. Like, I'm not one of those guys. Like, oh, you suck my dick. I'm not fucking kissing you. That's stupid. That's so childish. No. That is childish That's and it's kind of scary. Because yeah. why won't you? Like, what? What's wrong with your dick? What's wrong with your dick? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with your dick? <laughs> and I think we found the uh, episode title. I think we found the episode title. It has to be one word. What's wrong with your dick? What's wrong with your dick? Baby boy. Oh my God. Yeah, no. This spelled D-I-H. What's wrong with your dick? And I feel like girls just like that. There's something about that that just turns them on. If you like, just take their head up from sucking your dick and just give them a kiss. 
All right, go back, go back, go back. I, go I back. don't know if it really turns me on, but mid, <laughs> not you, not you. I say you. Maybe some people. <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh, he really cares about me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Placebo effect. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, New York Twitter was in absolute shambles. What happened now? Yesterday was quite the interesting day on Twitter. Who is beside a violent crime right now? When it's Norm. That's just it's Norm. Right. <laughs> I deducted from <laughs> all of our areas, all of our living areas of like it's Norm. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's definitely some homeless men fighting I mean, for liquor. I Live Maybe. in the craziest area. Like it looks a little sketchier too. Yeah, so. but you gotta you gotta um uh fixture that's just there for books and, and a flower. So your area can't be that bad. It's just my house looks cute, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what is that no, called? Does look cute. What? I was finding this? yeah, I was very just a shelfing um, unit. Yeah, it's just a shelf. It's a floor to Floor to, floor to mid, <laughs> floor like, to mid no. drywall shelf. <laughs> I was like, it's almost. It's like a six. It's like a six foot shelf. Nice. Shelf of sorts. Yeah. yeah. A shelf of sorts. It's See, a this is the shelf. That's oh, the that's the type like, of things that I'm talking about. Hat. <laughs> that's the type of shit that I'm talking about. But when you get a girlfriend, you don't realize <laughs> you don't have this. I've had a shelf of some sort in my house growing up, at all times. Yeah. <laughs> and yet in my house where i do have books and things of that nature They're to put on it like on the floor i've never <laughs> thought once hey let me buy a nice pretty shelf to put in the living yeah. room and you see over here i got another bookshelf with I more books and I stuff like you. that you know what i mean like that's the things that you need to invest in see? now yeah, look at your books. setting you have all these walls the you have to you know look at your setting now look at all the guys what are you guys gonna grow up like hello it's time it's not about growing up it's about having fucking the core no, sense. No, 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 no. There are I some men who there are so Starbucks. You know, that's, that's what I got right now. I need more and decorum. Did you see what I did there? Decorum. Mm? Decorum. Uh, 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 no, no. I tried. Yep, yep. This nigga pulled up a toy. Of course. I was actually on the website looking at those. I want to come uh to click a couple of What them. are they called? Pop what? The funk the funk pops or whatever? Funk pop. pop. Yeah, funk funk uh like Pops, pop. Songs. Why are they so popular? It's in your fucking hand. <laughs> Why are they so like, popular? Get, there's different like series of them, but yeah. So I actually know. Got Rick James, who, like, bitch. She collects them and she gets all her favorite artists. Like she has Tupac, a couple of biggie ones. Um, she has what's his name? That would be dope to put around the, the house. The bunny, the bunny guy. Bad bunny. Bad bunny, yeah. And those other Spanish singers, I really don't remember the name, but you can just collect them. They dropped one, Foot Locker was selling one for the MJ Last Dance. Ooh, MJ one would be kind of dope. It sold out. (laughs) I was hoping, I was hoping there was porn on, uh, oh my God. This man is pulling (laughs) up. He pulls up the MJ one. I was hoping there was porn on his screen. Did you mean, did you mean this, this Michael Jordan one? Yes, yes, yes. This one, this one right here, Mm -hmm. this guy? The big one, wow. not the small one. Oh, excuse me. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's my pride and joy. Yo, I used to think the intern was humble. <laughs> He's He's so you remember those days, Norm, when we thought the intern was a humble, meek, 
Oh, Meek individual, just, just you know, chilling. The lately, the intern has become a different animal and the same beast. This guy, I remember that when he told me about that girl that he, you know, sent on her way, and the difference in confidence level that I heard in the pitch of his voice was oh, no. startling Concern, it was concerning it was startling i was like where is this where was this <laughs> meek very humble very you know soft-spoken individual we first met now met with tons of vibrato and braggadocious energy <laughs> straight machismo met man said she lost a good one you know i was like oh <laughs> Spicy intern, very spicy. Hey, he knows his worth. He knows his worth. Mm. Playing from the Himalayas, that's salt. Just took a couple Google searches to figure it out, huh? I see. I mean, not for nothing. More time to focus on the pod. Hey, as long as you don't um, pop up with any uh, allegations from this podcast, pom pom, that you and Norm are receiving, uh oh, uh, we will be fine. There will be nothing. Right. There will be no problems. Uh, <clears throat> we are not using the podcast to coerce women into sex. Oh my no, we are not. We are not using, using the podcast uh, as a means to get women into bed. We are nope. not uh, leaving women uh, at the side of the street because they will not adhere to our podcast pum pum privileges. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Right. We 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 we, we never, do not. We are never, never pressed never. for such vagina. Never pressed. Never over here at Extra Gravy. But in other parts of the world, things cannot be said the same. Now, there is a very, very large party um, that happens in America, formerly known as Henny Palooza. Right? Now, this party has been jump in we have requested this party in toronto for years um because of liquor licensing uh we've never been able to indulge um and i don't know if we we will be able to now <laughs> given given the what's transpired is it the end of an yeah. era okay so give let's give the end of the not world. really let's I give him the background let's them. give him the background chris styles is the host and mc of the duce palooza traveling touring party um, he hosted alongside my boy, uh, low and he is like, okay, what are you talking in terms of virality with that party? It's very rare that a video from that party has gone viral and Chris Stiles has not been in or a part of said video, right? Mm -hmm. He's almost somewhat become the face of the party. Um, and you know, he's always um, posted videos of, there's been number, numerous amounts of videos of him dancing with a girl that have gone viral. Either him being extremely bored with the bubble and showing his face and that goes viral or him getting a, a lap dance on uh, a couch from a girl with a fat ass that can't whine. Um, there's... <laughs> There's just various. Had to throw that in there. <laughs> I had to throw that little caveat in there, so I, just so people could remember, because I'm pretty sure you're all one. thinking of the same pink skirt and white top that I am. Um, 
And basically, he has also a podcast called Trapping Anonymous, where he... Uh, Which was he, actually really dope. Amazing idea that he came up mm -hmm. with, where he would interview people from different sectors of the underworld, um, i.e. Uh, prostitution, pimps, crackheads. scammers, crackheads, you name it. Um, he had basically the entire black market anonymously interviewed on his show. Um, and he would morph their voices. There wouldn't be any names released. And you'd get a real insight. He'd, he'd ask some really good questions and get some real insight into the lives of these people. Um, and I thought it was dope. He, he penned a deal with uh, Rock Nation, I believe. Title. Or Title, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's done things outside of that. Just, uh, I, I remember he was doing commercials for local businesses and, um, giving them advertisement, which was really dope. So I was like, man, this guy's a real go-getter. You know what I mean? He's a real hustler. He's a content creator. He knows how to make content. He knows how to make compelling content. I'm interested. He's, and he's a part of a really dope team. Like everybody, he has a really like great squad of yeah. friends. Like to me, it's very admirable how like there's that crew yeah. that are doing really well in their career, and like they're just like their bond is really good. Right? Yeah, which is which makes this even stickier because you have Rory on the team who is I believe the GM of Duce Palooza. You have uh, Kaz on the team who is also a podcast person. He works with the WWE. Kaz uh, be doing his thing. He Kaz, be on everything. Everything. Kaz gets He'd the be fucking a content bag. Create like powerhouse himself. Yeah. When you talking <laughs> when you talking sports uh, and content, it's very hard to top Kaz right now. WrestleMania, like, like every like every aspect: thing. football, <laughs> basketball, wrestling, you name it. Always and got something to say. Even leaving even leaving Andrew Schultz podcast has still garnered its own type of success for him. So he's on a great path. You have um, Lo, who is also a host on, on the party, who is also a, a host on Beats One Radio. Um, mm -hmm. And he does uh, trap karaoke? Does trap karaoke. Has oh, been providing damn. the streets with cheat sheets during this quarantine for all of the Instagram live battles. If you guys want any of those playlists beforehand, you can get them from Lo. And... These are guys that just know how to make it happen when it comes to contact, um, when it comes to curating um, spaces. They're very good as well. And so yeah. when your face of the party is met with allegations, and we're going to call them allegations for now, but you guys yeah, can be the I mean, judge. It hasn't been proven. It hasn't been proven yet. So at the end of the day, we have to say that they're alle allegations and accusations because legally I ain't trying to get fined for nothing. Yeah, they are allegations. <laughs> However, these allegations are Alleged. very... They're coming in multiple. They're coming in droves and they're all extremely similar, which is horrible for him, right? So there's a girl on uh, Twitter. Her name is Mava of Gotti. Um... I've been following her for the past couple months, and she is slowly starting to make a name for herself uh, in the media space. Like, she, especially during this quarantine time, she did like an Instagram live dating show where niggas would cam up and tell them, tell her why they would 
be a good date for her or a good boyfriend for her. And she's just been keeping people entertained. But she's also a very passionate New Yorker who knows a lot of people. And a lot of women were DMing her their stories and their encounters with Chris Styles. So I'll, I'll read a couple of them. And you guys tell me. Uh-oh. You guys tell me. Exclusive, exclusive. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. World premiere, 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 premiere. premiere. So I've unfortunately had similar experiences to the ones being shared. I'm just happy I was able to get out of his apartment and drive myself home. He tried apologizing for his behavior the next day while trying to get me to give him another chance and said he wasn't acting himself. I wish I didn't delete the messages, but I only had the DMs. I truly downplayed the situation I was in because things like this happen to women so often, and I blame myself for putting myself in the situation. Um, I experienced the same thing with Chris. I met him at Duce Palooza last year, and he asked for my Instagram. I gave it to him, and we were talking for a day when he asked me to go to his house. I told him maybe we can go to a restaurant or something. He said, nah, he just wants me at his house. When I declined, he threw his credit to my face saying, I have a deal with title. I know Jay-Z. I'm like, okay. Then he got angry and said I was annoying and childish for not wanting to fuck him. Um, wow, what's wrong with this guy? Uh, there are... There's a lot, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Uh, we were at a bar one night with other people. By the end of the night, we were all taking shots. But after one specific shot, I blacked out. Not blacked out as in drunk. Blacked out, but drugged. The next moment I remember was being in his crib with no recollection of how I got there. I was dazed in and out, but remember him touching me. I was in a stupor, so I don't recall if I even had the energy to say or do much. He did bring me home, but the next day when I woke up, I was confused as to what even happened, when I didn't, but I did not feel right. I hit Chris up to ask him what happened, and he laughed and made it seem like we had the best sex ever. I remember him saying, how could you not remember? I was put into his car, taken advantage of drugged without having a choice that's rap that's rape i couldn't believe what happened to me so i didn't say anything these women aren't lying because none of us have nothing to gain from this he knows what he's done and his apology is fake and that's the other thing let's get into that shall we he gave the notes apology Mm -hmm. right His notes apology reads as such i want to begin by extending my sincerest apologies to those that i have hurt through my actions My choices have resulted in women feeling unsafe and uncomfortable. For that, I am remorseful and take full accountability. I now understand the weight of my actions and commit to doing everything in my power to make amends for them. I've been inappropriate in many of my interactions with women. Coercion is no way acceptable, and I'm truly ashamed of having done this to the women I have met. I understand that consent does not have a gray area, and I must do the work to unlearn these harmful beliefs and practices. I no longer want to be a man that cannot understand that coercion is wrong. I no longer want to be a man that cannot graciously take no for an answer. I do not want to be a man that women cannot feel safe around. I acknowledge misusing the trust they had in me. I should have realized the discomfort in the moment and been more graceful when disengaging. I apologize again to the women involved and to those affected directly and indirectly. But then we go over to his burner account. <laughs> then we head on over to his burner account called Yo, I'm Not a account, Rapist. Listen, listen. The burner account I'm very confused on. It low-key was like a satire, but it was like a burner at the same time. Like, I was very confused with it. I don't know if he actually ran it, though. I was confused at first, too. I said, what is this? Is this? 
Did this nigga make a page called Get Off Chris Dick with the name I'm Not a Rapist? There's no way he could have done this, right? And you're thinking yeah. that, that he's like, of all the things we've seen him content curate and do all this stuff, he's got to be smarter than this, right? <laughs> I'm however, tell you he's not. How continue? Have, however, um, the timeline, namely Wana's world. Shout out to Wana. <laughs> uh, enlightened us on a way to see burner accounts emails. Now. Uh-oh. I didn't know this tactic. It's obviously a woman tactic that has been used over time for the haters. Oh, until yesterday too. And now I have to go and change all my burner account emails. Because yeah, that's a that's good idea. <laughs> so uh, basically, if you go onto Twitter, if you log out of Twitter and you, you try to sign in with his name, his Twitter name, right? It will tell you, obviously, you don't have the right password. Then you click forgot my password. When it does that, it says, what username did you forget the password for? You put in get off Chris Dick. And it doesn't tell you the full email. It'll tell you like, like pieces of it. Pieces of it. But the pieces clearly spelled Chris Styles at gmail.com. Dang. Maybe she Let me go to his Instagram. Yeah. So essentially, he was on one page. And I I, first, I still was like a little skeptical. I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. And <laughs> he wrote the notes app apology, right? And yeah. then the burner account wrote this. <laughs> the allegations that have come forth today about me are preposterous and completely erroneous. Myself, just as, as a lot of other men out there, are, are persistent when trying to court women. As you can see from the various text convos that have come about, I have no problem taking a note, but the woman involved proceeds to try and scrutinize me for screenshot purposes. I have only dealt with able-minded adults, not someone who is handicapped to make a decision. I never once forcibly had any sexual relations with any woman. It disturbs me to the core that people such as Mouse Jones are using his sensitive topic for their own personal clout and to attack my character. You and I both know you wish you could be me, nigga. He didn't say nigga. That was posted on the uh, burner? Yes, it is. Rape is a real (laughs) issue in our community, but y'all are trying to crucify the wrong man. Okay, so he exposed himself. Yeah. Got a picture up with him and three girls and said, do it look like I got a rape, bitches? Come on now. That that one I saw, and I was like, you can't actually post that. That makes no sense. Like... (laughs) They call me a rapist because they don't like my approach to getting laid is one of the responses on the burner account. Mm, And for all the niggas... people's response to getting laid is rape. You know what what is the scariest part of all of this? Is I really think he believes he did nothing wrong. Do nothing. Yeah. He's doing... First of all, he announced an Instagram live yesterday that he was going to be doing at 7 p.m. He is now doing the Instagram live today at 8 p.m. But did you see his Instagram bio? It says, rest in peace, 1990 to 2020. I was like, nigga, like... (laughs) He's taking this as a joke. And then on top of that, because I was literally just on his Instagram to screenshot it. So he went and he posted that he's going on live. 
at uh, eight o'clock today. Yeah. And he was like, I only posted this an hour ago and I already have 12,000 Instagram story views and my shit's never like that. And then he posted another one that says seen by almost 6,000 just now he posted it. Um, oh, sorry. An hour ago. And then he posted the um, post insights from his actual in feed posts that show that 551 people shared it. 40 people sh- uh, saved it and it's reached like 10,000 people. So he's over here showing his friggin' stats analytics for his social media posts talking about because negativity spreads faster. Bro, this is. Wow. <laughs> I just need a second. I just need a second. Let me just process all of this. Okay. All right. (laughs) Now, like I said, he has a very smart team, right? That's Mm -hmm. you would think. You would think that you would shut the fuck up. (laughs) Has no one told them to shut the fuck up is my real question. Because there's a thing, right? When something like this happens with someone that is in your crew, not to mention someone that is an actual friend, these guys aren't just business partners. These niggas started Mm -hmm. this shit in a basement together as friends, right? Yeah. They've built this business for years as friends. 10 years or some shit like that. And... Like Rory still hasn't tweeted. Rory uh, ain't tweeted. Um, he he's got to be really calculated with what he says now. Rory hasn't tweeted has, since one oh seven. Platforms, right? Yeah, Rory hasn't tweeted since April twenty seventh at one oh seven a.m. That means he didn't tweet all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which means he's seen this Uh-oh. every other day. He's tweeted. I'm I'm Look, looking at it right now for him to say something. And Rory hasn't said anything. While it was all happening, it happened. Actually, it started earlier on in the day when I saw it happening and when I tuned in. Rory was on uh, Instagram Live with with Joe Budden because they had a G Universe Rockefeller battle um, scheduled. Yeah. It happened like probably morning time yesterday because when I tapped Definitely. in and I started seeing it, it was like the afternoon, like early afternoon. And then I did see the Joe Budden thing. And some people were like, oh, it looks like business as usual for, I think he posted something as well as, um, what's his name? Ryan cools, coolest, whatever kid out or whatever his Instagram is. They posted something on their Instagram story about it. But my thing with this situation in terms of your friends speaking out with it, like I know Duce Palooza put out a statement saying that, uh, Chris has been, um, like whatever. Oh, they put out a statement. Yeah, they put out a statement saying that. Oh, he's we are gone. aware of the allegations made against one of our staff members. We are currently conducting an internal investigation around this allegation. Until the investigation has been concluded, that staff member has been placed on indefinite leave. With that said, we have always made safety for our customers, talent, consumers, talent, and staff our top priority. We pride ourselves in creating a very safe and enjoyable environment for all. That will remain our focus moving forward into our future shows and events. And I told niggas this yesterday, man. I was like, yo, Duce Palooza is going to respond in 24 hours or less. And this man is going to have nothing to do with them anymore. Mm-hmm. Because this I mean, is- because he can. Because like at this point, Duce Palooza is a corporate 
identity this is at big this point. Money. It's, not, it's not a house party anymore no. that's for fun. Like this is a this is a well oiled organized machine. Yeah. oiled machine. Like this, this is, is a, what it this is. This is right? big business now. They're not it's fooling around with no that they're not gonna just waste. Yeah, no, this is not no ten dollar a head fucking party. Like this is you're you're talking about a party that every single party you have an artist that's performing five to ten songs at your party. Like yeah. full on performance, like, not just yeah, and not just like standing too, in a like, booth, like mm-hmm. not with a bottle yeah. in his hand performing with a mic, like on stage, fireworks, lighting, everything, full production, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You also have a party that's been revered and just talked about since it was with the last liquor it was with. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, this is. I told my boy yesterday. I'm like, he he's out of here, man. There's no way that people are gonna his- just let this slide. For all those women to come out, it's going to be hard for him to bounce back in the same capacity that he was once in. He's not. um, Because that's multiple people. Like, you know, there's obviously situations that women have lied on stuff like that. Yeah. And it might have been one. But for you to have that many people, like, no. like That thread is like 20 people long. And that was just the people that know her that could DM her. Yeah. So who said yeah. who's to say there aren't way more women that just there could don't, be more people that haven't been able to come out about it and or don't um, have Twitter or don't have Instagram and don't even know that this is happening. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know what I mean. For sure. Mainly, it's just going to be like people not wanting to come out of it because it's a, such a hard thing to like necessarily talk about and admit, right? Um, yeah. But it's just like the whole thing is fucked up. Like I, I, I'm not sad for him at all. I get sad for the fact that it's like. I hate seeing black men have to go down. Do you yep, know what I mean? Yep, like, yep, yep. Especially when they've been able to build something so good. Like I hate having to see that, but like you've made the choice to do that. So like, yeah. I'm not sorry for him just in general. Like I don't want black men to actually, I want black men to start thinking more wise Yeah, and like realizing that one, that's not appropriate for you to do to women. And two, like what's the point of you working this hard and thinking that you could do whatever you want to do and it will never come out. Like there's constant story like in all the stories, there's a there's a feel of narcissism and absolutely um, a feel of like just pretentiousness and just being very like full of himself. Like he's left yeah. in a lot of these stories, he's left women uh in cities that they aren't familiar with just on the side of the road because they didn't want to give him what they wanted, allegedly. Mm-hmm. And it's just, yeah, like you said, like, I hate when it's something that is represented by black people that is doing so well. And then you yeah. have one bad apple that just ruins the bunch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it just puts, like, nothing can just be pure and good and successful straight yeah. throughout That's a, that involves a black man. It's yeah. sickening. There's always something that's like... It's always something. At the top of the chain. Like, a, like... R. Kelly being the king of R&B, yeah. Michael Jackson, king of pop, Bill Cosby, king of pop, This is the number know, one comedy. party in America for black people. You know what I mean? So it's, it's people like... People that have really, really built themselves up. So yeah, it is. it does suck when you see them fall from those heights, but... It's, yeah, but it's, hey, they at the end of the day, they deserve it because yeah. it needs to stop where yeah. people think that they are like pretentious and like the oh, ego and stuff oh, like that. Two hours wow. ago... After further consideration, we have decided to sever ties with the staff member who was initially put under internal investigation. 
Effective immediately, said staff member is no longer a part of the Palooza team and will not host any of our events going forward. Of course not. Just and like, like any that. type of brand, any type of brand deals that he had, like they're gone out the door. And that man just quit his job, like not even a year ago. So baby boy <laughs> is going to be bro- broke back in Brooklyn in whatever has not been gentrified right yet because he fucked up every single deal possible and i just like i really just feel for the women that have to go through this or have been keeping this because it it sucks when there's like men who are like highly regarded in this industry and people will gas them up and be like oh my gosh like he's so dope because he did x y and z but then it's like he really has deep dirty secrets yeah yeah. Well, this is the I'm thing, misusing right? that power. I hate it. This is the thing, right? Like, and this is the saddest thing about this is like, I'm seeing all these women who have basically hid this because mm-hmm. of his status. Like, there's no other reason Which kind that of I could see that, that, that I could see that would be a reason for them to hide this other than the fact that obviously we know, first of all, when it's when it when it it's directly rooted to the power he has and the um the position that he's in, right? Mm-hmm. When someone is doing so many of those things out in public and doing so successful, people are so less likely to believe the woman. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just it's just that's just the facts, especially men. Men are so quick to be like well, are you sure he wasn't trying to do this? Are you sure? Well, that didn't look like what you saying it was. Well, like, well, I saw a bunch of niggas on the timeline fucking caping for this nigga yesterday. Absolutely. And I was and disgusted. Disregard, they'll disregard whatever the woman feels. Like, at the end of the day, if she does not feel comfortable in that situation, like, it's a wrap for you. Yeah, like, and these niggas were, like, trying to pull capes for him and, and just effectively, in turn, telling on themselves. Like... Mm-hmm. It was, it's startling to me how many niggas do not know that rape is not just ripping someone's clothes off. Like, yeah, I think people think rape is literally ripping someone's clothes off and having sex with them. And that's but not the only version of rape. It's not just yeah. rape because I don't know if the court of a law, some of these stories, like I just seen a couple girl stories. I didn't go through that thread of yeah. that girl. I didn't see that stuff. Um, I only seen a couple of stories and like their situations weren't rape, but it was definitely like some sexual, type of sexual assault, assault, right? Or just being and, a trash person. Like there's, this mm-hmm. there's, there's, there was somewhere I was like, okay, that's not that bad, but it's a, that's a horrible move as a human. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just as a person with morals, like you don't leave a woman at the side of the road in the middle of the night because she didn't give you sex. Like that's yeah. fucking nuts. Like it's not illegal, mm-hmm. but it's fucking nuts. Yeah. Right. It's mm-hmm. an asshole dick move to the umpteenth. Dickhead move. Right. And, and then and that's because of pride. It all comes back to pride and ego. Yeah. Because like somebody who can handle somebody saying no, they're not going to be like, okay, let me just drop you off in a corner. Like good luck. Whatever happens, happens. Like no, they're going to at least like figure out a situation where you can be safe or whatever the case may exactly. be. It all comes to ego because a lot of there's a, a percentage of men. Cause I don't know if it's a lot or a little, like there's a percentage of men, maybe too many that think that they are old stuff and they're not. Yep. They feel entitled to shit. There was a nigga mm-hmm. about, there was some guy about, Oh, uh, this girl told me I could get some pussy and she knocked out. So I, w- I went over there and broke into her house at 4am to get what I was. Owed. What the fuck? To get what I was owed. I was like, this nigga is fucking delusional, bro. What I was owed? 
He said owed, my nigga. You weren't owed anything. He said owed. Somebody falls asleep, they fall asleep. Jesus Christ, bro. People be showing their true colors every day, especially their on true Twitter, colors man. are fucking scary colors, man. I'm sorry. A lot of people, I'm like, I often wonder, how, I'm like, where, where did you grow up and with who? What did they teach you or not right? teach you? Because this is, it's, it's kind of scary at this point, bro. The mm-hmm. amount of things that people just don't know that you would think is common sense and just like something you would innately, even if you didn't know that it was wrong, you would feel that you're doing something wrong. Like, mm-hmm. how do you not feel? How does that feeling not consume your soul? Like, that. W- if they I were to like leave no a woman morals, at the side of the like, road, if I were to yeah. leave a woman at the side of the road in the middle of the night, that whole next day, I would be thinking, <laughs> like, about that. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm not, like, that's not eating you up. Like, that's crazy. That's true sociopathic some, behavior. In state, I wouldn't be able to do that. Not even on the like, maddest. No, no matter how, what wrong they did, I would still never do it. Maybe the, the only time if, if it's like my life's at stake. Yeah, you know she I mean? if she puts a gun you to know? my head or some shit, I'm kicking you out. Yeah, yeah, my car, but like, it, it man. You I gotta know, do bro. a lot to get kicked out of the car. You know what I mean? Is what it comes down to. People are uh, kind of mad that they're not saying his name, but they legally can't say his name. Like you, yeah. You, you don't want to. You risk. definitely have to like leave out names, especially. Yeah, it's a don't... very sticky situation. You can't, you can't do that. At the end of the day, there's allegations, and they <laughs> feel like the allegations are right, which is why they have removed him. They're yeah. not saying. What I was, what I was gonna say about the friend situation, because you brought up Rory hasn't said anything yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to friends, like the people a part of his camp. It's a very sticky, sticky situation because yes, they did work with each other, but they're also really good friends. Like they were all best friends. So to have your best friend expose whether or not you knew his actions to the full extent, whether you knew just a little bit, whatever, like you're losing, you essentially have to lose a friend. Yeah. Because yeah. you're in the public now, you have to lose a friend. Yeah. So I don't necessarily blame certain people for taking their time to like be able to process that. I, think that they eventually do need to make a statement but i don't think that we need to rush it and be like why haven't they said anything no that's because a good they point. need to be able to like take in their feelings and their thoughts and what they really want to say and legally can say and all that other stuff because it's it's such a sticky situation for them well low has come out and said i am extremely disappointed with all the discoveries regarding the, the women who have attended our events we'll do everything in our power to reassure this is a safe environment no woman should ever be subjected to that type of behavior ever so he's made reference to it. He's retweeted the Duce Palooza page. Um, he's retweeted his boy in regards to him talking about sexual assault. And mm-hmm. he seems to be disassociating himself from the situation, which is like, for me, that's where I, my only concern lies in um, them saying something. It's not necessarily to say something um, to get out of the situation or anything like that. Yeah, but it was more so I was wondering when they were going to say something because people are going to just associate you with the behavior if that is your friend and not just your business partner, which is why it makes it a little different from other like allegations coming out against someone like this, because Mm -hmm. usually it's just like your business partner. You don't necessarily have to say shit, but this Mm -hmm. is like your friend, your homie. And we've heard 
all the the times where women say y'all don't y'all hate rapists but won't call out your homies you know what yeah. i mean like little things yeah. like that yeah. you got to show that you are what side of the sand you stand you stand on even if it does you've lost a friend he's gone already it's not gonna mm -hmm. hurt you and that friendship that friendship should be done in, in my opinion yeah. if, if any of my boys pulled any of this shit, i don't know you anymore so mm -hmm. it's like it's saying something would only is only to ease the fears of those that believed in you and don't want to believe you are a part of the situation and now that i'm looking literally an hour ago so by the time we started recording they all have come out and said something except well, for Rory. yeah they probably all had like a team member and team meeting sorry and was like we need to say something ravy also yeah. i saw her tweet where she said women should feel safe and never forced to do anything. What I learned yesterday left me completely disgusted, angry, and blindsided. I've lost a friend. My heart is with the woman, the women affected by Chris's unacceptable behavior. Men cannot coerce women. That needs to change. Yep. And I, I really do believe that this is all individual stuff. Because majority of the time it was a random night um, mm -hmm. or a random date. So it's not like this was predatory uh, behavior that was happening at the party. I think people need to understand that in order to disassociate I mean, yeah. their thoughts from the party yeah. being toxic when it's just this one individual. Um, so what about but what about? Uh, I was gonna say the Cosby Show, but then at the same time, well, you know, it, yeah, it, it represented Bill Cosby. Like, well, the thing is they defended and discredited the victims. That was the main issue with the Cosby cast is they were writing for Bill without really knowing the extent of the allegations. And so, like, for example, Duce Palooza guys, they didn't say anything. They didn't say a word. All day yesterday, none of them tweeted. And mm -hmm. they waited until today, all of them an hour, literally almost minutes apart. It's like they just came out of the team meeting and said, all right, let's, let's get out there and, and, and talk to the people. And... Uh, Cam, who is uh, also oh, yeah, one, of the, one of the head people of Duce Palooza, said, I'm shocked and appalled at what I've discovered over the past 30 hours. My heart goes out to all the women affected. Women should never be made to feel unsafe, coerced, or pressured to do anything they don't want to do. Kaz said, these thoughts are my own alone. Nobody, especially our women, should ever feel unsafe at any space, especially our events. I'm shocked and saddened at what I learned yesterday, and my heart goes out to those affected. We failed you, full stop and yeah man it's just uh, it's, it's it's unfortunate man it's very sad stuff um because i couldn't imagine man like you go through so much with with a person especially in building a business and making mm -hmm. money you get to make money with your friends like right? think about that not just some fucking two grand here three grand here i'm talking about life-changing money with your friends that you built from a basement party mm -hmm. and now you gotta let the voice go like that that's not and and a friend like i don't even know i'm not i can't speak to what type of friend he was to these people but for them to keep him on and for him to be you know like almost the face of it would i would think he's a, a close part of the friendship the of the friend group sorry I would think that he's a he's a very important part of it. So it's it, it would be tough, man. It's it's a tough thing. Women should never yeah. feel discouraged or afraid to share experiences in which they feel targeted, harassed, coerced. 
Twitter is going to do whatever, but be mindful that while jokes about the accused may be warranted, they're at the expense of victims and the trauma they've experienced. We have to relive and, con and conjure up the courage to share. Who is that? Uh, Chris, who is also a part of the oh, okay. Chris Fox. I seen um, a different Chris Styles, the DJ Chris Styles. Yo, he I feel sorry for him. So many people DMing him oh, talking about, no. I know what you did to my girlfriend. She has all the texts, this, this, and this. And he was like, yo, shoddy, like, that's not me. This is why, and, yeah. like, he's just getting mad, like, messages wow. and shit like that. I feel like he just needs to change his name at this point. I have a boy who's a singer and he's Chris Styles. So, like, I'm pretty sure this is why it's so important to brand yourself with your own name yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to do your Googles and check your SEOs um, to make sure the name is not out there. And um, because this is something like this could happen and tarnish your name by a complete straight bullet. Same thing. Happened you, to, you might not even know the people. Exactly. Same thing happens. To Isaiah Thomas. You see Isaiah Thomas's tweet. He was like, yo, it's not me. Like, yo, I didn't fight Jordan. <laughs> He's like, y'all acting like I beat up Jordan. <laughs> I was fucking like, dying. And how old would he have been? Like six? Seven? Right? Like, like <laughs> people are crazy, man. Forgetting. So did you guys watch the documentary? Yeah. Up to eight. I didn't see nine or ten. Isn't there a nine or ten? This guy watched the leaks. No, not yet. <laughs> don't say anything about anything past episode four, please. Four. Oh, yeah. I don't need any spoilers. Neither do the the listeners. Um, I don't need any spoilers. What are your guys' thoughts up to uh episode four so far? First of Rodman's all, the man. Rodman, he is a man, but he cannot talk anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yes. He he was a lot more clear now. Oh, yeah, yeah, sometimes that's true. like I actually have to pay attention to the show just to be able to be like, yo, what did you say? Yeah, there? that's like, true. That's true. That's true. Sometimes you, <laughs> he's not communicating well. Uh, I feel bad. You know Michael Jordan. <laughs> the video where he's like, oh, and you go here and you go this and you do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like, what is he you, talking about? Then you, and you then you go this way. It is this. Then Michael Jordan. <laughs> He's like Black Boomhauer. You only hear like parts of the sentence. <laughs> you only hear parts of the sentence. But um, yeah, no, I think people forget like how truly polarizing of a figure Rodman was. Like you're talking about a guy that, first of all, <laughs> the fact that all SoundCloud rappers look like him now is fucking hilarious. It's so funny. I was looking at him. I'm you like, know, yo, drop a track, bro. <laughs> I'm like, drop a track, nigga. Um, just, just remember, that guy was begging all the chicks, Carmen Electra, Madonna. Like, he had all Well, that's the, the thing. The like, the you're talking about a man that was at the top of his game, was an NBA God, champion, NBA champion before he even got to God. the Bulls. And... You're dating one of the biggest, probably arguably the biggest pop singer of all time. And then you go from the biggest pop singer of all time to one of the hottest, most talked about white woman in the world, period, in Carmen Electra. The only other talk, more talked about white women were Cindy Crawford and Pamela, Pamela Anderson. Anderson. That's it. Those are only, in the 90s, that was it. Cameron Electra was in fucking rap videos and shit, like <laughs> all types of shit. I had to Google what she did because I was like, obviously I know the name. She I was, was like, Prince's what girl. She actually do? She what was she Prince's do? girl. This guy had Prince's woman. Prince introduced wow, her to the world. Right. Prince is the right. one that introduced Carmen Electra to everybody. And after that, she the next person Jeez. she dated was Dennis Rodman. And mm -hmm. 
Madonna. She was Kim Kardashian before Kim Kardashian. Oh, easily. Um, but yeah, no, freaking she, uh, she, Madonna kind of taught him how to get out of his shell and like just be him and whatnot. And you saw how he, he changed up after that relationship. Um, <laughs> Andrew Schultz was saying that, uh, Madonna is the white Erica Badu and I was fucking dying. <laughs> He's like, yo, any guy she gets one. with, they change up and get all weird, man. I'm like, fuck, that's nuts. Um, but yeah, man, like, it's crazy that like all of these people, no matter who they are, they looked at Jordan as God. Yeah. Yeah. And Jordan, yo, there's something about him in the 90s. This nigga look cool doing anything. Like, is this just me? He was so fly. Is it and just now I look me? At him like he looks like a creepy uncle. <laughs> yeah, like he dresses like my stepdad. That nigga, he, I don't know. In the nineties, this nigga just looked cool. I don't even know. If there's another yeah. word to describe it. Like the swag, mm -hmm. the sauce. It was dripping. It was. Mm -hmm. He just looked cool. And like, the portrayal of him was always like that though no one ever portrayed him to be a loser but Every i don't think you could he, he spoke of him that's the thing i don't think you could that's my point like we all were even media trained with him crying yep you know like it's still Bro. Like, even in moments of vulnerability he's still the fucking i don't think people understand how romantic that picture is to me like to a basketball player that picture isn't like it's not just cool it's not just like oh passion the, the, the father the father trophy no, not even that one. Just the the first the one. The first one. Yeah, because the father trophy was a different feeling. Like we we don't know the full story on what happened with his dad to this day, right? But yeah. the first championship where he's just holding it and cradling that that trophy, bro. And he's just like 7 years. 7 years I worked for this. When in reality he worked like 20 plus years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, man, that feeling like I don't. I, I know it's transferable, but I don't know if people can look at that outside of basketball players and truly understand what that moment probably meant for him. Like I was tearing up looking at it. I've seen it a million times. <laughs> like just yeah. uh, just that. I'm, I'm just imagining. You ever just like try to go into the headspace of someone that's experiencing that feeling at that moment and try to just like wonder what it feels like, and it gets overwhelming. Like, that's what I felt like yeah. watching that shit. And man, like, I just think that they've done this documentary so well. So well. That's I what a lot of people are saying, that it's done really well. Because we, we're getting no, to learn I, about the rest of them. knows everything about Michael. No, my uncle knows everything about Michael Jordan. He literally raised me, enrolled me in all the basketball leagues and whatnot. And like... He always claims to know everything about Michael Jordan. So when I put him onto the onto the videos, this guy was like a man on crack. He's like, "Do you have another <laughs> link for the video? I want to see some more." And this guy was just living his his nineties and eighties all over again. And because that was that was his person, you know, like for he, like was still there. He was reminded. You and your dial-up internet, Doug. <laughs> Man, you're thought you were done talking, and then you froze, and you just came back. <laughs> Sound like Dennis Rodman. <laughs> With your uncle, um, that was his person. Like that was the icon of that time, and it just like hits different for a lot of people that are in an older demographic. 
like obviously with us we're like oh my gosh like michael but i feel like it's not it's not going to be the same like when kobe because i heard that kobe hired a professional oh my god production company last two years of his life don't don't get him started alicia don't get him started or whatever the case may be and like kobe's my nigga so for me like i'm gonna be there balling i'm gonna be crying like i'm gonna be balling watching kobe i'm not gonna be balling watching jordan like i just appreciate him and i love his story and i love what he has done for the culture but i'm not gonna i don't have the same feelings and emotions because kobe was my person yeah no i hear that i i was there for both so i kind of like i don't know mike before i remember i I literally used to tie up my shoes and say make me like mike like it got that deep for me before the video before before bow wow before calvin cambridge i was saying that shit because there was a commercial movie that they inspired the movie on you there no there was a commercial that there was a commercial that that had done it yeah and and then i remember there was the like mike commercial where it was like if i could be like mike i had that song memorized this is the water bottle from it the gatorade commercial yep yep (laughs) <laughs> and I remember that video uh there was uh the commercial anything you can do I can do better, can do better. Yeah. with him and me I have and I would like fucking just geek I out I used to geek out when I used to watch that shit so like I loved it and then Kobe came along and it was like you're watching a reflection it was nuts so that's why I gravitated towards Kobe and then the next person I gravitated towards was Derrick Rose and we know how that turned out um <laughs> But yeah, Um, Carmen Alexa shares a wild Dennis Rodman story. One day when the Bulls had a day off from practicing, Dennis said he had a surprise for me. So he blindfolds me and we get on his motorcycle. When he finally takes my blindfold off, we're standing at the Bulls practice facility center court. It was crazy. Like two kids in a candy store. We were eating popsicles from the fridge and pretty much having sex all over the damn place in the physical (laughs) therapy room, in the weight room, obviously on the court. And I say all this to say this. I have been to the Bulls practice facility. I feel great. <laughs> I feel great. I've been in, I've been amongst greatness. The energy was still there somehow. <laughs> you were amongst great semen. Oh man, talk about a full court press. <laughs> hey, living. And I think people also forget what Dennis Rodman was in the NBA Finals and also on WCW at the same time, and then ended up fighting Carl Malone. Ended up fighting Carl Malone a month after beating him in the finals. <laughs> it was fucking great. And their, <laughs> their, their scripted beef from WCW spilled over into the final series. Into the NBA. Because yeah. they fucking hated each other. They were polar opposites. You got Carl Malone, who is MAGA country black and is like uncle ruckus of the league and then you have this black guy defying everything black like (laughs) did you guys see that video of um him on oprah and oprah's pressing him about his sexuality yeah like oprah was really going in like are you sure you sure you don't like dick you sure you're not you never you never just kissed the tip you never just kissed the tip just a little bit. Just a little you bit. Wanna, Give a little peck. You know, you wouldn't take. You wouldn't take it. No, <laughs> it was nuts, man. Somebody said, like, the older I get, the more I'm just not interested in Oprah. 
Well, the older you get, the more you see ulterior motives and you understand business and TV. Like, we have so much more information on those things now than they did back in the day that it was kind of hard to discern what was right from what was wrong, in a sense. Because, like, there were times she brought people on her show to expose that they were down low. (laughs) Like, there were people... I remember there was a guy who wrote a book or, like... I think he wrote a book or or lied and said he wrote a book or something like that. And she had brought him on to promote the book and then brought him back on him to shame him. And I was like, this is not Oprah-like. <laughs> and you don't realize it until you're older. Even the Favorite Things episode, I used to be like, yo, Oprah is just such a good person. She is such <laughs> a good person. She's just giving everybody She's just everything. giving all the stuff. She's so good. But really, these companies are paying her dumb amounts of money to fucking give away all this shit. It's not coming out of her pocket. It's a commercial. It's a giant commercial. And it's a big ad. A big ad in which I don't even like, I would love to see Oprah's stocks. Like, what does she have stocks in? Because I guarantee you, some Probably of that money. That she gets her free. Some of that money be illegal because she be promoting the shit that she be <laughs> like making money from. So it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know what Oprah. Well, I mean, like, I'm indifferent now. I don't necessarily blame her for having stocks in certain things because, um, you know, LeBron James at one point was turning down actual physical monetary contracts and being like, "No, give me a share of your company." Oh no, yeah, no, I believe. So that's that. what he did. That's what he Smart. he did with Beats. They were like, "Okay, like we want to use you as a face of the company. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the spokesperson, whatever the case may be. We'll pay you X, Y, and Z." He was like, "No, give me this many shares." So it's not so it's it's only inside trading if you're not a part of the company in any way. I think it's like because if you have inside knowledge and you're not a part of the and you're a part of the company and you tell someone that's not a part of the company, isn't that illegal? I think it's like um, sharing information that has not been put in the public. Public, yet. right? So yeah. if you're promoting something, like you can promote something. Everybody can promote stuff. Obviously, yeah. you want your business to do better. Yeah, it's. It's like sharing things like if they're going to go public, this is where a lot of people get caught up or whatever with the coronavirus. Um, There were some senators who are potentially in trouble because they had, quote unquote, a meeting that the coronavirus was coming and Mm -hmm. that they were going to eventually may have to shut down the city. And so certain senators went and invested in Zoom and Um, all these different work from home platforms because they knew it was coming. And then they went and they told like their friends and stuff like that. Like, Hey, we about to be on a pandemic and we're going to be on lockdown. So you might want to invest in these companies. That's inside trade. Cause the rich is a gang. They are gang gang, especially the white rich gang gang. All those guys knew what was going to happen, pulled their shares and their stocks from and sold their shares and stocks in companies they knew would go belly up and put them into shit that they knew would start to thrive. That shit. And it's like that's how the rich get rich. That's how the rich get rich and stay rich. They tell their friends. So now, now what if you, Marlon, let's say one day you just thought about it while chilling, smoking a blunt. You're like, holy shit. If we're going into, you know, quarantine and lockdown, I might as well invest in some sort of yeah you know stocks like Zoom yeah and you just and then you tell your friends mm. and it's a genius and it's just you and your insight and you just and your good common sense yeah do you get in trouble do you get penalized no because I mm-hmm. I didn't have a meeting beforehand where I was told that this would happen like there's a documented meeting 
where they were told XYZ mm-hmm. is coming, be prepared, get your city prepared, get your towns prepared, whatever the case may be. And these niggas said, fuck all that. I'm going to get my stocks prepared. Yeah. <laughs> fuck a hospital. What's a PPE what to Gates? my stock? What about Bill Gates? He said it like five years ago. But that was this something was that, that's something inevitable, though. He was speaking on something that's inevitable, given the circumstances. He was speaking on the fact that if it were to happen today, he never said it's going to happen eventually. He said if it were to happen today, mm-hmm. America would, would not be prepared. We're not, we don't have the infrastructure um, to prepare for a global pandemic. And in doing so, in being that smart and that rich, I'm pretty sure he can allocate some money to when he knows that's going to crash, to whatever it is that... It is, you know what I mean? Like that's just him being a smart person and predicting certain behaviors, yeah. given his mm-hmm. access to certain information that's not illegal. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. When it, you it, have like those type of conversations that they did um, before we were locked down and stuff like that, like those are classified documents. Yeah, you can't just go and share with your little friends and do all that stuff. Like that's illegal yeah no no i guess uh, morally right yeah yeah um it but would suck if you already had that idea hmm? and then this nigga is a robot your wi-fi what? is not I knew. working you he's just about to invest a robot. now i can't <laughs> look at this <laughs> slow reaction you you sounded like i'm gonna tell you exactly what you sound like <laughs> but back to people back to people disrespecting jamaica because i don't know it was just fuck jamaica week um have you guys watched black as fuck yet I've watched yes. like half of it. I haven't watched. Right. I don't think I've seen the episode where they mentioned Jamaica. Yeah, up to the club break episode. It down for us. Yeah, there was. Uh, yeah, there's an episode I skipped because honestly, I couldn't. I couldn't watch it all the way through. Plus, I don't think that they're connected in that way. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. They're standalone episodes, I believe. Um, I gave it another try. People were saying, "Oh, you should watch episode five and six. You know, it gets a little bit better." I'm like, "All right, bet." Yeah, I think I made it to episode five. And uh, I believe it's five or six. I don't know which one of them, but one of them. Um, they, the, fa- the parents are battling on where to go on vacation. And he wants to go to one place and she wants to go to Jamaica. And the kids agree, yeah, Jamaica. Ooh. And then behind her back, he basically goes up to them and badmouths Jamaica. Oh, really? What and he's just like, <laughs> you know what Jamaica is? It's just broken glass. Just everywhere you look, fucking broken glass. It's just a land of broken glass, really. And I was like, you know, that's kind of like Chris. That's kind of like um, Chris Rock's joke about Jamaica. What does he say? Uh, something along the lines of like, you know, you get off the plane, and you know, you see all these crazy Jamaicans. Like not knowing how to talk, like, hey man, something about oh, I'm the worst at retelling jokes. You know this. <laughs> yeah, he has, he has clearly. A joke where he's, <laughs> can't even tell the story. Like, <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. Um, 
What? Just look it up. Fuck. Just look it up, man. He's, he does Drake. Just fuck it. Yeah, but I'm only quoting it because somebody else did. What What pissed me off wasn't that the joke. Okay, it's obviously a bad joke. It's a horrible joke. Um, but it's who made the joke. It wasn't him. He's not. He's he's a writer, but he's not the writer. The writer. And the uh, writers on the show are three white guys and a white girl. Of course. And so now that joke, you see how that joke is a little bit different in context. <laughs> but I bet you it'll still go. And the alternative was Fiji, I believe. I think they went to Fiji instead. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Fiji water. Yep. So. That expensive gentrified water. Yeah. Well, actually, that water... It's among one of the it good ones. Good. It's it's among no, it's one good. of the good, good for you, though. out of bottled water. It's top three in um uh what did Alkalinity? what what was that what was that test that Boozy did on it again? Alkaline. Alkaline. Alkalinity. Yeah. No, it wasn't alkaline. He's just checking. I think it is. I have a penis for oh, you. Yeah, vagina. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, there was um. He did this test on a bunch of different water bottles, and Fiji was like one of the best ones. But regardless, yeah, I'm done with the show. <laughs> that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm like, I'm already enduring your bad jokes. Now you're dissing Jamaica. I'm I'm over this. I'm over it. I think that it's just a preference on what type of things you like. Like I don't, I don't find shit. it. I don't find it that bad. The way people are just going off on like social media and stuff like that. I don't find it that bad. Do I absolutely love it? Do I think it's going to be a favorite? Will I rewatch it again? Probably not. Like, I just think it's your taste in whatever you watch. But I've watched, I've loved so much shows with that format, that awkward mm-hmm. dry humor format. I love them. Modern family love the office love parks and rec mm-hmm. love like it's just a bad show it's just a bad mm-hmm. show and even in like like they have these moments where it could be a good moment but then they'll throw in a, a bad joke in there in the middle for no and it'll just completely ruin it like those mm-hmm. moments he has talking to his employees um at meetings or whatever and they always have like some sort of race discussion yeah it's it's just bad it's just not good for me anyways mm-hmm. um what was sick travis scott Fortnite. that was a fucking vibe that was a fucking vibe fucking go all right let's calm down take it easy um, Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it, intern? Uh, it was yeah, it was great. That's were that's you in some it live? That uh, I was in it live, and then I like watched other people in it as well because they kind of rotated it. They had it in rotation, so you don't didn't have to miss it if you did work. If you were essential and you missed it before night's your hobby, whatever, you're still able to kind of log on, catch it, and experience what you needed to experience. But yeah, it was definitely a great effort. Lots of money, man. It looked exactly like the Star Wars one. I don't know, Marlon, if you were in nah, that. It would looked way better than that, man. This yeah, was uh, like another was level. More. Like this nigga, <laughs> first you, you, they, they put you into the game and you have to go to the stage. The stage is in a part of the island that is like just a beachy part of the island. So it's already like looking like a vibe. 
And then he floats in on this like asteroid that's got all this colorful shit and fireworks happening all around it. And you mm-hmm. just hear his music, but he's far, like he's far away. And you're seeing it get closer while the music's getting louder and louder. And then when he gets to the stage, sicko mode starts. And you can also, like, first of all, the sickest part of this for me was the fact that I could get a Travis Scott skin. And now I'm killing niggas as Travis Scott. <laughs> like, that was the smartest part about this entire promotion is that I am now Travis Scott in the game running around with shotguns and all types of shit. And they gave him two emotes. Emotes are like little actions that you can do with your character. So there's that one gif. You know that gif where he's on stage and there's like fire around him and he has the microphone stand and he's shaking it. So you can do that emote and this fire that comes onto your microphone and you're just fucking raging. And then there's his headbang that he does. His specific one that he like just shakes his dreads and shit. Yeah, exactly like that. And that's another emote. So it's like, I'm wondering how many artists are going to hop on this wave and how many, because he's essentially introduced a, an entirely new rollout. Yeah. When are you, I mean, you, like, there's never been an artist that performed in the video game. I got it. I got it right here, Marlon. If you I don't want to see it. Nah, nah, it's cool. Okay. It's cool. But like, yes. <laughs> I was like I don't this nigga want to relive it so bad. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty dope though. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, it's sick. I mean, they, everybody seen, can watch it, it online. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, we have it on the ch- we have it on the Twitter. So yeah, it's on the, it's on the Twitter it. page for sure. Um, yeah. Um, I think that is really dope, and he definitely got a nice little check for that too. Um, I think that Travis is one of those artists that knows how to expand his brand outside of one thing. And I admire people, whether they are artists or athletes or whatever, who are able to tap into like different bags because like, that's how you're able to have longevity. Yeah. Because sometimes one bag dries up. Yeah. And then you got to be able to pivot and multiple and streams make it in other ways. Yep, so multiple streams, man. I think that's really dope. And I think that is dope with his team as well, knowing that, like, let's be real. Travis Scott's main demographic yep. is, like, yep. younger white white boys. And they all right? on Fortnite. Where, that's where they, they learn to dance. And they all on any type of video games, yep. but especially Fortnite. Exactly. So it's, like, it's good that they were able to identify that and... um be able to do something that was obviously not problematic like yeah. some people would do but like make some sense for his brand and the brand that he's working with and he even gets to promote his sb dunks in it because he's wearing them yep. in the game yeah i mean you can't double, find them i'm like this nigga is making that double bag off this shit like just by accident and you know that not fortnite had to get didn't even need to get the rights to do it because they already have jordans in the game like you yeah. already wear ones in the game, so it's like it's just very smart on all fronts. Um, <laughs> there have been artists in video games before. Don't get it twisted. Like yeah. Def Jam Fight for Vendetta was a classic oh, game, a classic a- game. Ooh, Fight for New York, like Fight for New York, a fucking classic game. There was yep. there in NBA in two K for years. There has mm-hmm. been celebrities in the black tops. Or celebrity teams and all this stuff. So it's like I don't. It probably wasn't 
to the extent of Travis Scott, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Fortnite is like one of the biggest games going out right now, right? Well, that's the thing. This is the first time we're seeing an artist live. Like, we're talking about there was a set time that he's going to be in there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, And you have to be there. And you have to be there at that time or you're going to miss it. And it's it's just it's crazy, man. Like they're just so smart with it, and the fact that like it, just the way they did it, like just watching it, it's so visually appealing. Like, I couldn't look away. They never gave you a dull moment. There's times you could bounce up and down with him. There are times where you, you're flying through the air and you're like right beside him. There's a moment where you're yeah. underwater and he's yeah, playing the no, new cu- the song with him and Cuddy, and it's like and that's the other thing he introduced the track. He released a so, single. Yeah, him and Cuddy have a new group now called the Scots. Yep. And it's under um, Cactus Jack. Yeah, so I don't that, know what to make of that. That's him promoting though. it. I don't. I haven't listened to. I just seen that today. I was because like, he also made Jack Boys recently, didn't he? Oh yeah, Jack Boys. So Jack Boys is a label. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or no, Cactus Jack is a label. Jack, Jack Boys, Boys was, is a group. Is him, Sheck West. Him, Sheck West. I think Jack Boys was um, all the people that were on the label when he put out the compilation CD. Oh. I don't know if it's an actual group or whatever. Okay, yeah. so it's like if OVO Sound were to make a compilation album, basically. Yeah. Okay, I get it. It's Dream. It's Dreamville. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. Because yeah, yeah I was so about it to said say. that twelve point three million people were on the Travis Scott thing like live at one time. Why can't Kid Cudi do things by himself? He, feel, he doesn't have the confidence. Didn't he make he a group with Ye? I don't know. <laughs> Didn't they make a joint album the last time we heard Kid Cudi come out? Why he can't Kid Cudi make his own music right. and do his own thing? He does. Um, he does have a problem with confidence. So that's Maybe interesting. That's considering I seen him on stage dancing with a cup while another artist performed. He's very like depressed, so maybe he just feels like he needs to work with these people yeah. in order to get he hasn't, out his. I thought he um said he was like out of that rut that he was like. I mean, I feel like depression is a lifelong thing that you battle. You go through yeah. your mission. You're able to handle it. Some days it's like some periods of time it's better than others. But I don't think That's that you sure. just wake up and you just never have depression ever again. You'll just have different like levels. Well, he then might that not would ever be... be to the point where he wants to be suicidal again. Is it safe to yeah. say that everybody faces depression at some point then in their life? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Every because single person, right? Sometimes they don't even know they're depressed. Right? Like, I feel like you I was depressed. Identify. I feel like I was depressed. Um, there was a, a brief stint after my last relationship where it was like, this is somebody I was used to for five years in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, it was more than just like, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, this is just someone that's a part of my daily routine. And on top of that, I was having wavering confidence in my actual work. Because of the relationship, it had Mm -hmm. put a strain on my work and my creativity. And I wasn't like me anymore, which is majority of the reason why I got out of the relationship. And, And so now I'm dealing with not having this person anymore, while at the same time dealing with, look at this trash that I've produced over the past, like, whatever, year, whatever the case may be. And it's fine if other people like it. That's cool. But if I don't like it, at the end of the day, I'm not happy. You know what I mean? Like, regardless of what anybody else is feeling like. If I can look at it and I'm not proud with it, I'm not happy. Because it's not up to my standards. And 
that put me into a point where I was like, Yo, am I funny? <laughs> I remember doing that for like probably better part of almost a year. Like I was like, am I even funny? Like I think I am. Like, cause it, people will, especially if you hit one or two things in a row and do really well with them, people might, people are fickle, man. Like they might just be bigging you up to just ride the wave or whatever the case may be. So I'm like, am I even as funny as I, I think I am? And that's part of the reason why I started doing stand up. And yeah. when I started doing like, I did bear jokes and I did like a bunch of different shows and like that got my confidence back to the point where I was like, yo, I'm a, I'm a funny guy. Like in real life, I can do this. Like yeah. this is not, I've, especially cause this is one of my biggest fears and something also that I want to do the most. The fact that I did it and received the gratification from it that I, I saw it. It, it just, it, it reinstilled all those things that I, I thought before I got into the relationship and when I was in my zone, you know what I mean? So, well, speaking of comedy real quick, I hope you guys can hear me. Nope, not anymore. Well, we could. We, now we, we can. started Shout off great. Kenny Robinson. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the Nubian Disciples. Kenny Robinson and the Nubian Knight. 25 years. 25 years in the biz. Out here, I saw, uh, I saw people of the government shouting out Mr. Robinson. Shout out to that. Shout out to everybody involved um, in the Nubian show in the past 25 years. A lot of heavy hitting legends. A lot of uh, local heroes have graced that stage. And uh, a lot of people have gotten a lot of great opportunities because of that man, Kenny Robinson. So shout out to him. He is a staple in comedian in uh, Toronto comedy culture. And um, national yeah, hero. A national hero when it comes to the comedic world. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, back to depression. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know what the symptoms of depression were. Like I didn't know the fact that I wanted to take a nap and sleep all the time mm -hmm. was a part of depression. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I think it's uh, that's also something that people need to highlight more that that are a part of that world mm -hmm. is. That depression is not just being sad and crying. You know no, what I mean? No, it's or, not. Or it's or being stagnant, complacent. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I've um, I don't like. I don't think I really speak out on it. Like, if people ask me, I'll talk about it. Like, but you know, making statements and like having those videos and all that shit that people do. Um, I don't really do that. But I've like suffered depression for a very long time. Um, I, I guess I was really diagnosed in like. 2000 what was it maybe 2010 mm. that's when I actually went to the doctor and I was just like I can't do this because that was my lowest point like I didn't want to it wasn't like I was suicidal where I was actually trying to harm myself but I had thoughts of being like I don't want to be here no more like why yeah. am I here like mm. stuff like that so I've seen it in waves and um there's just so many different symptoms and I know when I'm like going down that road, I can feel it because my motivation stops. Like I, I stop wanting to do simple things. Yeah. Um, whether it's, well, I hate doing laundry in general. So that's <laughs> a good example. Cause I will, but wait just even seeing, laundry. even just seeing friends, like I did like just little outings that people would invite me to that. I would normally be like, yeah, for sure. Like yeah, I would no, just be like, I don't, don't want to, I don't want to go anywhere. 
you don't want to talk to people sometimes. Like, you don't want to do anything. Last year when I broke my leg, like, I felt like all I was doing was sitting at home. I wasn't motivated to do anything. Like, I didn't really want to even clean my house. Like, I just wanted to sit on my couch and watch Netflix. That's my biggest crutch. I know that I'm going down the depressing route when I start only wanting to watch Netflix. Yeah. And I'm just like, girl, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> you got to figure this out. Yeah. And even now with this whole coronavirus thing like I know that I am kind of in a depressed state but I'm not like depressed that I was back in 2010 like I will never get there because I've I'm aware of it and I will never allow any type of circumstances or person to allow me to get there but I'm just not as happy as I was and And also and also like (laughs) you've you've learned that even though there are times and those waves and moments of those uh, of of that feeling mm-hmm. it, it's never permanent there's always something that's going to happen and you're always going to make your way out of that that rut that you feel like you can't get out of and yep. it, it, it it sometimes it's just very little things like very little things will will get you back into that zone of like yo i can do this like this is fine so mm-hmm. sometimes it's more about just riding out the the storm man like i always and have my- like a one week a month or like three or four days a month to that are grouped together that are just horrible, just yeah. horrible. Mm. Like yeah. three, four days that I'm just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and male, like male PMS. Yeah, like it's <laughs> right? three, four days where I'm just like, yo, th- nothing can go right right now. This is this is this is stress. This is stress. <laughs> and menstrual cycle. And just like yeah, just riding out that storm, man. Because like you learn so much about yourself especially mm-hmm. when you're able to get through something like that you learn your resilience I always, I always tell people that come to me when they're depressed and whatever um because i remember my uh social worker um told me she was just like okay you feel like this today and especially if you're in the low point where you don't know why you want to live anymore mm-hmm. like you feel like this today that means you're at the lowest bottom which means that tomorrow is going to be just a little bit better yeah right like you are at the bottom the only way you can go is, is up. up yep and also like when you see the light it might be very faint it might be just like a dot in the future like follow that light because it will get like grow lighter or brighter bigger whatever um the closer you get to it so facts it's like you can only go up for real for real yeah no that's facts um yeah man if you ever have any of those moments just like just know that it's just, it's gonna get better it, it has Absolutely. to it has no choice but yeah. to that's just the universal as long as you law. want it to be better yeah and you gotta it want take a it personal to. commitment right and i think that for a lot of people it's the biggest thing is um acknowledging that you have a problem and that's just like anything, anybody who has um, an alcohol addiction, a sex addiction, any type of anything, yeah. you have to acknowledge that there is a problem before you can actually do something. And once you're able to do that, like it's all uphill. It's and this better. is a great time to do that. You got so much time to yourself right now yeah. and, and to learn about different things and to gather more information like mm-hmm. There's a lot of resources open. So much resources yeah. open. Sure. And there's so many people you can talk to as well. Like, it's not just mm-hmm. something you have to face yourself. Like, there's so many different services out there. So many hotlines. Um, look at, uh, what, was the text, what was the text therapy called again? Text therapy? Um, 
I can't remember I what it's called. I hear it on the st- like advertising on so many of my favorite podcasts. But it was like a texting therapy. You guys could Google. Let me it. see. Um, talk space. Talk space. That's the one. Yeah. Where you can text the therapist. You don't even need to yeah. really go and meet them. Like you just text them and talk. And these people are are non biased. They don't know anything about you, so they're only going to give you the advice that they feel is. Therapy is a really good solid. thing. Like it's some of the best thing, best times that I've ever had. Like it, it allows you to see things in different perspectives. Yeah. Um, but a great thing about living in Ontario is that they are passing. I don't know if they actually passed it or if they're working on passing they're it. Working on it. Yeah. Um, passing the bill so that you can have free therapy. Yeah. If you have anxiety or depression. Yeah, they just announced so, it about a month ago, I believe. I think we talked right, about it on here. Right before like, this. Yeah, I think we talked about it on here briefly. Um, it's, it's like they knew people were going to get depressed from this corona shit. Right? They knew it was coming. Mm. All the signs were here that we were about to be locked up inside mm. with the virus. Intern looks like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> they look like I, a gypsy. Maybe. <laughs> 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 Captain Nair, Jack Matey Captain Nash. Jack Nero Matey Nash R, Matey R. Captain Jack Negro over here Captain Jack Negro <laughs> oh man but we want to thank you guys for tuning in we're not going to keep you guys for three hours today um, I'm tired I don't know about y'all uh, but this is fun this is fun I yeah. just wish I could yeah. talk more in confidence what You're do you mean in confidence now. I'm scared because this fucking internet sucks. Oh, yeah, you need to get a land cable. Internet is not gonna work. You need to get a land cable and maybe I don't know, sit near the modem, not in a, not in a room that's like you know two floors down (laughs) from the modem. That helps as well. (laughs) Stronger connection. Closer to the modem works, but you could definitely buy like an ether. Yeah. Ethernet cord, you can get uh, a intern's hundred foot Ethernet cable. Go three. I got you, and I have a cable that connects to your laptop, like the connection. We can get you broadcasting from LCBO across the street. (laughs) Get us some live, live homeless (laughs) interviews. (laughs) Real extra gravy exclusives. Wait, Um, so I want to bring something up before we leave. Mm -hmm. I may or may not have somebody who worked with Lily Singh on her show. And she said a lot of times, or he said, whatever we want to call it. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is actually going to be exclusive, 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 exclusive. Premiere, 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 premiere. Premier, premier, premier. Let's get it. Gunshot, gunshot. They said that there was multiple times that they brought up stuff to her saying like, Hey, we don't think like the team, the producers and stuff like that. They'd be like, we don't think this is right. X, Y, and Z. And she would blame it on Toronto. She what did I say? She would tell them that nobody else would get it because they didn't grow up in Toronto and that we freely adapt and blend cultures. Marlin called. This is fucking nuts. This is nuts. This is crazy. She's using the she's using the the embracing of cultures and the appreciation. Because I don't think she understands that there is a stark difference between appreciation and appropriation, right? Mm -hmm. And she's not appreciating. Well, that's what my friend said. There's a difference between blending and appropriating, like. Like you can, blending is you dancing to Ding Dong's song, Badman Forward, Badman Pull Up. 
appropriation yeah. is you speaking patwa on a dance hall song when you're indian yeah. <laughs> called, and changing the song so now even this is the thing this is the most troubling part she never said ding dong once she never she she never the only thing she said is a classic dance hall tune if mm -hmm. i don't know who ding dong is and i don't know badman forward badman pull up i'm thinking she's calling her own song a classic dance hall tune and now yeah. this song bad girl forward is the song that i know and identify with when i hear this rhythm wait her social media manager may or may not be black who's black who's the black? person that runs her social media <laughs> is she but she's a black what american huge difference black and japanese woman she's not from toronto that's all i know because <laughs> if she was no, a black like, woman from toronto a black woman person, from toronto would have been like no i don't care if this is toronto this is not right you see what i'm no, saying but even even the person that did work with her her um they're not from toronto either but like they're caribbean american yeah from like you know what i mean so they didn't think any of it was right apparently a lot of people but of course like the executive producers the people that are up top there are old white men who are just gaslighting it and being like oh you're cool like it's fine it's fine it's not people who are actually so for them in that situation when it comes to her show obviously there's only so much that people who are like showrunners producers um what are other positions that they whatever cameramen whatever the script writers they can only say so much yeah right yep, yep it's yep. always between like the hosts especially if they have the power and then like the higher ups who yeah control the whole narrative but i and told you I that one toronto thing is gonna be her little crutch man she's gonna use that as you guys just don't get it yeah. <laughs> like because a lot of them don't get it but still we get it and we still don't we don't get it either <laughs> and then and then i just seen a tweet somebody retweeted from nicole arbor saying that she got an offer from a major tv network she used to dream about that but her exact check she had with her team was why would i do a show they could cancel me at any moment if they don't like a tweet i made in 2010 when i was on painkillers it seems like a bad gamble and who said this nicole arbor She's a white girl from Toronto. She was like really pop. Like, oh, I remember her. A YouTuber. And then she made like what? If Nicole Arbor people? can say that, then well, yo, Lily the, has no shit. fucking. She was the one that did the it's wrong mm -hmm. to be fat. The, the this dear is America. Wife, dear fat people. Yeah. Dear yeah. America. America. Did yeah. she do like a dear black people one? Even that bitch has the wherewithal <laughs> to know that she shouldn't do this. <laughs> now she does because she didn't at that time when she was making those videos yo you know what i'm looking for right now what is chris styles instagram it's uh chris and then there's only one s so c-r-i-s-t-y-l-e-z -E okay. i think yep that's him oh he did go live oh, yeah. 31 minutes ago nicole arbor also did a dear black people video that's when i remember her being brought up i hated that he he did the video 31 minutes ago. Uh oh. He did he went on live. He's not he's no longer on live right now. Which means that I don't even was, know if I want to give you know he's gaining more followers. He of was course the, he is. the first time I checked, it was 18.1 and now he's at 18. Everybody wants to watch the crash. They don't want to miss the crash and burn. They want to see, want to see the whole fall from, from grace. And then once People it's like done, they're gonna they're gonna leave him. That's just exactly someone's like, just get a lawyer. <laughs>
Yeah, no, yeah. his. Who's over there whispering? I'm reading the comments in it. I'm watching this. He gonna have to be on his own episode of Trapping Anonymous. He's gonna have to <laughs> like behind the bars with Chris Sells, Trapping Ryan. Anonymous. <laughs> yes, Please true. Remove yourself. <laughs> if you are coming in here right now, waiting for me to say and say who's lying, who's not, and name a bunch of women that I've been with, like please. Just leave. He waited forever um, for these people. I'm not looking for none of that kind of attention. I'm not looking to gossip. I'm not looking to, you know, put out something that's going to get a bunch of clicks and a bunch of views. Um, gossip in the city, clickbait. I'm not looking to do that. And this is the thing, right? Like, when you do something this egregious, is there any way to get ahead of it? And if, in getting ahead of it, is the apology ever in these cases because of what you did? Or is it because of what you're losing? They're just trying to protect each other, like protect themselves. There is it, it boils down to he's because you've made an entire other burner page t- saying yeah. that these women are liars. And now you want to apologize and go on an apology tour. After it's been announced that you're no longer a host. So you're sorry. Once something gets stripped away from you, I don't think there's even a point of saying sorry in that moment. I really feel like the best course of action, once you're called out on something this, this serious, is to honestly let it play out and apologize at a later time without saying anything. Because everything that he's done leading up to this, even his apology on his page, his apology on his page is an admission of guilt, essentially. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. essentially saying, yeah, yeah I did make Pretty some women feel yeah. unsafe. Because you're yeah. not apologizing for something you didn't do. Mm-hmm. You, you made women feel uncomfortable and unsafe. And you're only apologizing after it's been announced that you are no longer with this association. Just keep your fucking apology. Don't even go on live. Don't do any of this shit. Disappear. No, nah, he's definitely doing At this much, point, and I everything don't he says will be used against him. Bro, yeah. what I'm doing, if this is me, and I'm in this situation, and I genuinely did not know that I was doing this to women, and I was genuinely sorry about doing this to women, I would seek help immediately. I would get people to hold me accountable I would reach out to the victims on if they do want to speak. Has he even reached out to the girls that he has put this stuff through? And I would let them, like they let them purge me and just apologize deeply. Like you Mm -hmm. just gotta take the beatings, take your L's like a man, bro. Take your L's like a man, because at this point you're not saving anything. You going on an Instagram live tour is not gonna get your job back. None of this shit's gonna. Just making him look better and making him look more corny. He's looking worse and worse and just looking more and more. Cor- it's it's nuts, man. It is nuts. Sickness. I- That's like this tweet that I seen yesterday where a guy said he doesn't. He pretty much went to jail or got oh, yeah. arrested oh, yeah. for uh, sex trafficking. Yeah. And he was facing 200 to 300 years in prison. And he decided to snitch on everybody and take down all these different rings in the Chicago area and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, I don't care that I snitched. Why? Because it helped 60 women get free and get back to their families and da, 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 da. Like, sir, are you sick? 
Like the only reason why you snitch is because you got caught and you wanted to lessen your sentence. And not to mention like, you, you were putting women's to save lives. These women. You're putting women's lives in danger to begin with. That's how you got here. You were the one who entrapped them and like dangered them. And now you're trying to, he's trying to literally, (laughs) literally, literally be Captain Save-A-Hole. That is nuts. (laughs) That is the first time I've heard of a man actually being Captain Save-A-Hole. And with that, make it, make sense. (laughs) We are going to end the show just right there. That's just, what's wrong with your dick? (laughs) what's wrong with your dick has been the theme of this entire episode aside from lily (laughs) everything has been about that but um yeah (laughs) thank you guys so much for tuning in um like i said we on zoom so the episode might flow a little differently than y'all used to because of norm's dial up but we fixing that don't worry about it even my internet's old (laughs) (laughs) nice but thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, we are right back. Here, excuse me. We're right back here the next Wednesday uh, with more bullshit, more quarantine bullshit. Norm is hurting himself. Right? Dropping something on Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Alicia. And that was the extra gravy. Bomb, 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 bomb. Screw, Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.